0: veteran veteran gamers podcast
1: hello and welcome to show 65 of the veteran gamers podcast
2: yay 65 yay Yay! 65. You know, in 65 A.D., Nero killed his pregnant wife with a kick to the stomach. Do you know what? I'll sleep better tonight for knowing that fact. Oh yeah, it's important. Well, she know. won't. She's
3: dead.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, who'd have known we have even doing this show after sort of Duke's announcement last week? I guess. You know, who'd have known we're actually still doing the show and everything? Actually,
2: you know what? Um, I have a, I have something I have to say to everybody. <laughs> up. I'm, I'm, I'm quitting the show. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Although, although I have got, some,
1: I've got something arranged for you, Duke, as, as some sort of retribution, I guess. Oh snap! Yeah. So first of all, this is how you acted uh, when you did what you did. Now you listen here. He's a very naughty boy. There you go. That's that's
2: you, that Duke. Oh, just some friends that popped by, Mum. Popped by, <laughs> swarmed by, more like.
1: <laughs> You're no, I'm the naughty. son of God. I'm
2: not a naughty boy.
1: But this, but coming up is your real punishment for what you did.
3: Honestly, Duke. Yeah, <laughs> right. This is. <laughs> no, uh, I,
1: I want, want you to, to know. Awesome.
2: I can't wait.
3: But I have no like this. This has nothing to do with me. This clip is <laughs> awful. Um, yep. <laughs> you have to listen to it because it's your punishment. It is. And
1: and can I just say, I, I apologise to the listeners for this as yeah. well. Eh? But but it's it's Duke's fault. Yeah, if Duke hadn't done what he'd done, you wouldn't have had to listen to this. So unfortunately, It's like, it, it's like a spot.
3: school. It's just, well, I'll put you all in detention for that yeah. one person's
1: punishment. Yeah. <laughs> so here <laughs> you go. Punishment. Sit yeah. back and take your punishment. Yes.
0: I'd like to have a quick look at some shoes
4: for Sean. Can you watch Jason for a minute? I promise he won't be lost. Oh!
0: No
2: no, I'll go get him. Hey, Jason! Stay here. Turn around and just disappear. What do you mean, disappear? I thought I a balloon. I turn around and just disappeared. It Please, Dad.
4: Please, please, Dad. have one on. I would really love to have one. No! That'll be $2, sir.
0: The
1: red balloon I bought. It should make it easier to stop. No! Jason! Cool. He couldn't have gone very far. I'll find it. No!
0: Oh, shit! Hey.
1: Jason, Jason. Jason, wait for me. Wait for your dad, son. There you go.
0: Jason,
1: Jason, 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 Okay,
0: let's go buy a pool. Great. Wait! No. great. Which balloon would you like? No, the red one. Two dollars. No. two dollars, sir. Jason! <laughs> <laughs> two dollars, sir. Jason! <laughs> <laughs> two dollars, sir.
4: Jason! <laughs> <$2, sir. laughs> <laughs> <$2, sir. laughs> Shit! Jason!
0: I'll go get him. It's really crowded
4: in here.
3: It is impossible to find a pair shoes
4: with crap. Why What do you mean? By are <laughs> Jason! 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 Jason!
3: Jason! Jason!
0: Jason! Jason!
1: Burke. So, how do you feel after that?
2: <laughs> oh my god, that was crazy. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny, I like that. It's a funny now, concept. I'm going to talk about
3: um, <laughs> Einstein's theory of relativity yeah. <laughs> yes. watching here. Watching the time go down <laughs> on that. It was 1, one minute 52 seconds long.
2: But it, it felt, felt like
3: 17 minutes. It felt 17. In the words of voice Story, <laughs> it did. A, minute, a minute sitting on an oven feels like three hours. But <laughs> I don't remember him
2: saying woman, that, but I'll take but a, your word for it. I like a it.
3: A beautiful woman feels like 10 seconds.
2: He said something Yes. Like. So there you was, go. Are we going to introduce each other or what? Yes. What am I going to do, Dave? Is
1: he going to sue the show? Is he free? So I apologize to listeners for that, but it's <laughs> Duke's fault. Duke's fault. You had to endure if that. If you're still listening. Yeah. If you're new to the show and wondering what the fuck's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Read the website. Oh, you poor fools. Yeah, read the website. Or listen to last week's show.
3: I bet this show's really good. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) My ears are (laughs) Um, No. (laughs) So, I'm the daddy, as always. So, that's me. Done. Dusted. Uh, And he's back. Ginny's back. He's back. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was sad last week. Sad last week without you and all the other yeah. people who were missing. Everyone was missing. What was well, missing. He week? wasn't just missing from our show either. He was missing from no. Two well, shows. It, well, sort of. He came in it's on hard. the other show eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Right. Uh, and also, we have Duke. Due to an unfortunate accident, the entire De Pouss family had been lost at sea whilst returning from holiday, leaving the Rat as next in line to inherit
2: the title of Duke.
1: Right, yeah. Is that from the Willows?
2: No, it's from uh, the game Stronghold. Oh, that's from a game? Yes. that's like some kiddies cartoon. Have you well, the, it's the plot of that game pretty much is, but, you know. Uh, have
3: you played the Stronghold game?
2: Yeah, I love it. The one on the Wii? No, I didn't know there was one on the Wii. Huh. I wonder if it's the same game. Is it RTS on the Wii?
3: RTS, no. It's probably a different game. Point-and-click adventure, like... um. You know, like Sam and Max and Wallace and Gromit. Nope,
2: different. There you go. Nope, different. Boy, boy
3: away for the strong,
2: <laughs> for the Strong Bad thing.
1: No, I will not. And it's nothing like the Stronghold game that Duke is playing. <laughs> That's right. So come on, I mean, seeing as you've, you've played that, tell us about it. So well, why should we play this? Is it, on, is it oh, just on the God, mic? Oh my God, I it on it. the mic?
3: Is it on the Mac now, is it?
2: No, it's a PC game, but I got Parallels, which is uh, the Windows yeah. emulator. Well,
3: well, hold on, what was the name of the game that you're playing? Stronghold.
2: Oh, I'm talking about Strong
3: Bad. What am I talking about?
2: Oh, Outside. no, no, no. I love Strong Bad, but I haven't played the game. Ah. There's a so so come on. game on the Wii. i got it mixed up. Sorry. So yes. come on, Strong Bad. super why game sh- for awesome, cool people. Why should we get this game? Um, right? Because it's a lot of fun, and the, the story is actually pretty amusing. Um, they, you know, well-defined characters. Like, you go up first against a character called the Rat, Depoose. Uh, and, and then, you know, he's obviously a weakling and scared and stuff and he's easy. And then you go up against the snake and then there's a guy named the pig and they give you backstory about these people. And, you know, in the meantime, you're like, you know, keeping track of your little castle and you got to make sure that the, the wheat farm is doing okay. And if the rabbits start eating all the crops and you have to shoot them down with your archers, but then Ah. the enemy troops start coming in. So you have to direct your archers toward the enemy troops. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of this, fun.
3: This was made in 2001.
2: Uh, Sounds right. So it's
1: 10 years old. Yes. Jeez. I love it. You know Jute likes new games.
2: Yeah, I love yeah. new games. Actually, I have been playing some new games. I'll get to those. Just hang yeah. on. Yeah. Let me get to the old games first. Uh, so that's stronghold. It's a lot of fun. I'm getting frustrated because I don't know. They seem to do this with all RTSs except Kingdom for Keflings. But even they do it sort of. Um, they keep adding new things in that you got to start keeping track of. So you do one round where you have you make archers and they kill the enemy troops. Simple. And then the next round, like the enemy has a different kind of troops coming in, so your archers aren't enough. So you got to you know create people who have spears as well. And then they can take care of the enemy. And then the next round, it's like that's not enough. So you got to have this other kind of enemy that you create as well. And then it just keeps—they keep ramping it up, and you got to keep finding ways to add more and more stuff in, and it gets more and more complicated every round. Which I find that kind of frustrating. I wish there were a whole bunch of different levels where you have to do different combinations of the same things that you're in charge of. But whatever. Um,
1: um, by the way, by the way, I've just I've just remembered something, right? And it's nothing to do with what you're talking about, but. I thought I better say it before I forget. <laughs> Dude, uh, stop talking. I, I, I know. Comment. Yeah, sorry. It's only quick. It's only quick. Um, has it down, Has something. School dugger got a PS3? I can't remember. Has he got one? I don't think so. Ah, oh, I was going to say I might have a, a new tower defense game for him to try out. Uh uh-huh. You see, Pixel Junk Monsters. Pixel yeah. Junk Monsters on the PS3. I
3: don't think,
1: I don't think he's got a PS3, mate. Ah, oh, well there you go. Sorry, mate. I thought I had a you know recommendation for you there, but alas. <laughs> <my> uh, <laughs> There you go. Sorry, yeah. carry on. Sorry about
2: it's all that. All right. So, uh, other RTS games that I've been into lately, I was at an office supply store and they had this Age of Empires Collection Edition or Collector's Edition thing. 10 bucks for, you know, four games. And I was like, yeah, I'll check that out. So I installed it. I haven't played it yet because I'm trying to go through Stronghold first. But then I was on GOG, goodoldgames.com. Oh my God, I love that site, GOG.com. Uh, they had Empire Earth, the original, for $3, and I was like, dude, I can't pass up that bargain, so I got that, and I haven't played it yet, but I mean, I played it back in the day, but um, I got it again to play now again, awesome classic games. So he's out um, an RTS as well, then, is he? It? It's also an RTS. I got three RTSs installed on my Windows emulator. It's crazy, man! Oh my god! I'm RTS crazy.
1: Look, see, Normally I told care. it's them. not an emulator. It's actually XP apparently, or whatever, or Windows. Well, Office. it is, but it's it's I don't know. It's not it, an it, emulator. It's a real thing.
2: Fine. It's not an emulator. I'm running XP on my system. Correct. Fine. <laughs> um, there. But I don't have an actual PC. I have a Mac with Windows on it.
1: Yeah, but it's still
2: running nice. Fine, whatever. I'm running Windows. Um, and then uh, what else do I have? Oh yeah, um. There's Okay, so the last old game that I've been playing is Oblivion, the Shivering Isles.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: I've just gotten started, but again, it's really old. And again, Greg DeLacy, what is wrong with you, man? Come on. Yes, there's a quest log on Oblivion. What? I mean, geez. Yeah, I "I don't know. I think. I can't remember. Some places you have to just listen to what people are saying and then go to the place. No, you do not. I know he do not. That's (laughs) what he's saying, though. I'm like, come on.
1: I love the the Shivering Isles is excellent.
2: Well, I've just started it, so I'm not too far into it. But, uh, yes, I am enjoying it so far. Do you think I would enjoy it? Do you think I would enjoy it? You would hate it. (laughs) It You'd hate it. (laughs) But there's another RPG that I've started as well. Uh, there's a really cool game developer called Spiderweb Games, and they do uh, turn-based RPGs for the PC and the Mac. And I've been playing their games for years and years and years. Back when they did the first Exile game, it must have been like, – I played it in my first year of college, so that must have been like 94, 95 back then. Maybe not first year, but it was – oh, man, classic stuff. And they just put out a new one called Avedon, and it was on the App Store. And I was like, yeah, I'll check that out. Heck, yeah. So I played the demo, and I just fell in love with it. So I'm playing that so now. Is that, a new, is that a new game? game? It is a new game, actually, yes. Yeah, okay. So there you go. I'm playing new so games.
3: All those PC gamers that complain <laughs> that we don't play PC. You've got one. There you go. I know.
2: What's up know. with that? I'm like proving it wrong. And and you know what's crazy? The Mac is actually winning for once. Winning. Winning. With Charlie
3: Sheen on his open night of, uh, of his tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you hear about that? No. no. He's in, it, it, basically, he's, he's doing an, um, a tour of... Uh, of America, like with his, with his show.
2: What show? Uh, just a show <laughs> I'm of winning. His, right?
3: <laughs> and he came out with like a, a tiger jacket or whatever with warlock <laughs> on it and some tiger blood. And <sighs> it was in Detroit and he got booed off stage. and, <laughs> he, and People were walking out after 10 minutes. It like, sounded like, like this. <laughs> And he was sh- shouting to the people, kind of walking in and saying, I've got your money, dude. I've already got your money. <laughs> like,
1: so was so it just him
2: doing, like, crazy talk? Just going,
3: I am the warlock, yeah.
2: Because he thinks what makes him cute for 30 seconds on YouTube, yeah. people will pay $10 to go people to People love it. this stuff on YouTube. Duke, they did. Well, they did, apparently. Some did. So he's
1: still winning. <laughs> you know, some people even played the clips for a whole show.
2: Yeah, but that's well, that was hilarious, though, it because was it was making fun of him. It was funny. <laughs> anyway, moving on, back to me uh, Yeah, this role-playing game, Avedon Really fun, check it out, Spiderweb Software I don't know what their website is But if you do a search for A-V-A-D-O-N uh, You can check it out, classic role-playing uh, Because we, we wouldn't combat. want you thinking your opinions weren't important, would we? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> as long as we get the same old iTunes reviews so. yeah. <laughs> there was something funny on um, the app store. Also had a free game called Super Mega Worm. Yeah, so I,
3: I know what this what it, this is. This
2: have you actually cool. played this? No, I haven't, but it looks great. Super it. Mega it's Worm. It's really fun. <laughs> it's called Super Mega Worm, and the, the premise is this. Like, the Earth is sick of humanity, and it's decided to wipe us out. And it's doing so in the form of this enormous worm that eats everybody, and you're the worm. So all you do is, like, go up and down and, like, you know, g- burrow into the ground and then jump out and eat people. And then you burrow back into the ground and you jump out and eat people. And the is best bug. part about it is, first of all, it's free, but or it was when I got it. Is it pretty um, much but, free Um, th- Um What? Is it on the PC? No, it's on the Mac.
3: Uh-huh. I mean,
2: there may be a version for the PC or something, but I don't know.
3: Winning.
1: All
2: I know is what I see on my app store on the Mac. There Mac, you. baby!
1: So can I ask, is it extremely gory?
2: Um, and actually, it's very cartoony, so it's not really gory. Oh, is it? But oh. the funny part oh. is, every time you eat a person, they start shouting things, and you don't, you don't have sounds. It's just a little speech bubble. But they're really funny. Like there's a, when you're about to eat this one guy, he goes, no, please, I won't cheat on my wife anymore. And then there's another one where <laughs> this woman's pushing a pram and you start to eat the woman. And she goes, no, take my baby instead.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll be, I've got it. it here. It's here on the iPhone, so I'm going to download yeah. it now. Yeah, download it. It's, like, I'm, I'm going to download, download video, it now. I'm looking at mean, video how big it, is on, it on yeah. Uh, yeah. YouTube. Doing it page. now.
3: It's, it's yeah. very cute, but it is cute. It's, it's like... Uh, Stu, you know Gears of War 2? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that massive super mega worm in Gears of War 2? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like him and his daily life. Like, this is what uh, that massive worm got up to, like, before he met Marcus or whatever. I get he it, can, I get it. jump on planes and stuff, right? uh.
2: No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you build up, because when you're down in the earth, you can build up like gas or something, and then it propels you out of the earth, and you can go flying up and hit planes and land on tanks and stuff. It's really cool. So, you I mean, when you say gas, you mean like a, a big fart?
1: Is that what you It doesn't
2: actually do anything. It just speeds you up. I don't know exactly what it's meant to do, but uh. there's a little button, and it says push this, and you'll have gas. So I assume it it's enough. farting, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> Quiet down, dog. Who'd known worms farted? There you yeah. go.
2: <laughs> Alright, so th- I have one more game that I've been playing. Uh, I said I would play it last week, and I you have did. been playing it. Machinarium!
1: Yeah, we talked about this, because it's coming to the PS3. Yes, uh, it is. F- yeah. what is
3: this? Oh, it
2: looks okay. great. It, you should definitely check out the demo on the PS3. It, most people can probably check out the demo on Steam because it's, it's not. Really, can I just just clarify? It isn't
1: out on the PS3 yet, but it's coming. It's not when out. When it
2: does come, people should check it out. But even if you if, even before it comes on the PS3, so no, you should definitely down, check out yeah. the demo on Steam because it's a pretty simple set of graphics. Each stage is one screen, and it just stays on that screen, and there's little robots that move around on the screen. It's really cute. It's a very fun point-and-click style. I was telling um, Stu recently, Chinny, you remember that game Axel and Pixel? Yeah, I was playing that recently. Yeah, yeah. That, it's a lot like that. Like yeah, I'm, looking at, I'm watching it now. Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's, it's but that. it's so there's humor and silliness and really satisfying. You did it moments. You know, excellent transitions yeah. and everything. Some of the puzzles are a bit tricky. You got to get your timing right on some of them and whatnot. But 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 it's really nice because in, in each case, let's say you push the sequence of buttons wrong your guy maybe falls into the fire or something. He climbs out of the fire at the last moment. So like you're never, you never die. So far as I can tell, you just get hurt and then you end up in the same place where you started. So it's very nice. And uh, you know, the music's excellent. I, I found it on steam. It was $20. And I was like, that's a bit much. I don't know. I mean, it's fun and all, but I don't know about that. And then I go to the Mac app store and I see it for sale for $10. Nice. Win for a change. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so did you buy Never it? Win
2: anything. So yeah, I bought it. I've been going through it. It's so cool. I love it. Oh God. It's so charming and like it's a lot like Wallace and Gromit in the sense of like putting stuff together, little you know gadgets and machines and things and and very charming and cute and fun and I I really can't say enough good stuff about it. So people should definitely keep but their eyes peeled. This, when this comes is coming the on the,
1: um, the PS triple as well. It yep. is it is Xbox didn't want e. That's right, had they a had ex- a chance,
2: but they wanted exclusivity, so. Yeah. But it
1: does look, look really, really nice. Yeah. It looks we're, good.
3: We're, it, it reminds me of a kind of, it looks, you know that robots anime, that CGI film, Robots? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could, like, the robots are going to look like that, but it's much, like, I don't know, the, the art style is a bit, a bit darker and a bit, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's oh, really, I like it. I definitely give it a thumbs up. Cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. But yeah, we don't have a date for it, do we?
1: No, unfortunately no, so I'm guessing you'll have to play it on your Mac, and if you oh, haven't got a Mac or a, a Steam account, you'll have to wait till it comes on the PS Triple, which is sometime yeah. in the future. Well, I've got another game to recommend that's coming in the future today, I am keep finding these little gems out coming to the I'm PS... i
2: T- out, man, I can't be getting any more games.
1: Or XNA, you know, or the old uh, the old Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, hey, what so- is it? We'll come, that. we'll come to that later, we'll come to that later. Uh, so, Chinny, you haven't been here for a while, so what have you been up to? <laughs>
3: Did I talk about Fortnite Champion before?
1: No, you talked a little bit about it, I think, on the... Right oh, at the sorry. end
3: of that little yeah. intro
2: thing, that you said you sent it back, so start there.
1: Yeah, so
3: that's where you... Okay, said. so, I played Fortnite Champion, and the, the 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 difference with this, we know that Fortnite can make a good fighting game. We know this. Done. Right. Um, I'm a fan of Fortnite games, but this one had a story mode, right? And you don't, uh, you don't create a character or anything um it just has a, a a guy you play i forgot his name and you know you play his story now it does a lot of interesting things i think with the with the story mode because it 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 gives you kind of situations in the boxing match like uh in one boxing match you break your hand right yeah. so you break your hand and you can't punch with your right hand in the match, mm. but because you can punch with it. But if you do, it seriously hurts your health, and you have to. It kind of has to. You have to. But you can't always punch with your left hand because then the other boxer will find out and just block all the while. So it it, it does things like that. There's another. There's other versions of it like where they give you advice like going for the stomach and, and then going for the head, and it swaps it around and stuff. Uh, I think it's really cool the way they've done it. I really like the story mode in it. Uh, it's called Champion Mode. Um, By the, the way,
2: sorry. Um, the story mode. The main character's name is Rocky Balboa. True. It's <laughs>
3: not yeah. the, uh, the, the. Well, I was going to say Apollo the, Creed. No, it's Clubalang. <laughs> Ivan Drago. <laughs> no, I will break you. Um, <laughs> no. So the uh, the story mode is very much. Cliche boxing story, Rocky Balboa, The Hurricane, whatever you want to say. Um, it's 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 not doing anything special really with its story. Uh, I, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know how you feel about um, fighting games, Duke.
2: I liked three. It was okay. See, I, I think
3: you could play this. It, it wouldn't be a, a a story that goes, "Wow, this is you know, this is blowing me away." Yeah. Um, but it's it's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. The the, the acting in it. It is, is, is well, you know, well done. Um, the presentation of it, I think that's where EA always shine with their sports games. It's presented so well. Um, the transitions from scene to scene are so flash and they slide out and they, you know, they they, they dissolve very nicely or, they, you know, like you, the camera goes down a, a corridor and then all of a sudden it swivels around and it, it does a lot of cool effects with that. Uh, and it, you know, the different scenarios that it puts you in is, is, is nice. It's a nice change of pace. Uh, I think it's, it's a step forward. I think they could have done more with it. They could have really, like, give you those, oh shit moments with it. You know, really put you in trouble because when something changes in a fight, like you break your hand, you go, oh, you know, like you, all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, what am I going to do now? And I think they could have pushed that more. Um, but I think, I guess they played it safe. You know, the, the story mode was the big risk. So I don't think they wanted to to go too far away from what they're used to. And there is the legacy mode, which is the normal mode that came in Fortnite round 4, which is where you build your own career and you have a schedule. That was the that was So can I ask
1: you, does, do you feel it needs a story thing then? Or do you think, think it is?
3: It's great. Like, the, the game doesn't suffer for having it at all. Like, right. I mean, you play it and you finish it and that's it. You're never going to do it again. Well, well does it add to it? Do you feel it adds, like, a lot to the game? Yeah, it, it really does. I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was nice to, to kind of play a story in a boxing game. But why not? You know what I mean? Like, boxing games are quite boring. You know, like, it's it's different. And
2: it gives you I'd, something in between the matches instead yeah. of just training.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it does. And there is a bit of training, but it's not too much, you know. Like, I, I, I I thought that it was good. That The big problem with it is... It's really hard. Now I played it I turned it on the normal setting, right? And I think Greg talked about this. Um, and you do a couple of amateur you start off fighting in the prison, first of all. And you do a couple of amateur boxing matches. And then you do your first professional boxing match. It is brutal. On normal.
2: It is a guy bite your ear off? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah,
3: Olyphil. But it's it, it, the the game is so difficult, and what you have to do, what they tell you to do, is punch his stomach, wind him, and then knock him out. Because this this boxer in particular waits until the last minute of each round before he really starts to turn it on. But until then, he's very reserved. He's very defensive. So I do like that part of the the, the story. You know,
1: like, and then he
2: lifts his boxing gloves up real high, and he goes. Meh.
3: I
1: don't know and what he you're referencing. belly
2: out there and you're supposed to punch him in the belly.
1: That's Mike Tyson punch-out, is it? Yeah. Ah, there you
3: go. That's it. Doesn't do that. But <laughs> does he not do that? No. Oh. No. Strange enough. Oh, um, I don't want, want to play it then. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he, the, so, each boxer does have its own, own, uh you know, their own style. You know, they fight differently. I like that. But the game is so difficult on the normal setting. It's so difficult. Like, what would happen with me and with Greg, I was texting Greg at the same time he was playing it. Uh, and I was saying, like, I seem like I'm going to f- win. I feel like I'm winning. And then it comes to the decision. I could never knock him out. It comes to the decision. And he would always win. And I'm like, what the hell? And Greg <laughs> Greg once knocked him out and still lost. Right? Yeah, I heard him say all. Yeah. So I turned it down to just, like, the easy mode, right? And I pissed it. Like, I absolutely pissed it. But later on, like, the last third of the game some of the fights are really difficult on easy. So if anybody's going to play this game, I would recommend it on easy if you're not used to fight night games. Um, right. Because it's still challenging. But I still like it. It's, it's great. It's a lot of fun. So fight night champion deserves uh, some high praise. It's a it's a great boxing game. Probably one of the best boxing games um, out there. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you like your fighting games, don't you? I mean, it's something that I yeah. really enjoy playing. So
3: Yeah. I mean, I Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and all that, so... Yeah. Played a bit of Call of Duty. Uh, got back onto that. The multiplayer a little bit. Played some Battlefield, of course. Me and Duke played it. Woo-hoo. Yeah, how did that go? It was great. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was fine. We, we jumped into uh, Vietnam. Yeah. That was good.
2: Still it I still it right as you were transitioning to that.
3: Yeah, it still holds up. Yeah. You know, Battlefield is still great. Uh, Especially
2: if you have a bunch of people in a group playing together, that's when it really shines. Because you yeah, can actually, but, you know, you get in a party and you can actually all talk to each other. Like that's awesome.
3: And you could also go like, hey, "Is anybody a medic? You know, has yeah. anybody got ammo? Like, and it, yeah. it, it's it's such a co-op game. It's not. Yeah. I don't really look at it as a multiplayer game. It's Such a.
1: Co-op so were you game. were you okay with a squad thing, Duke, or did you get angry?
2: Well. Um, no, actually, it was okay because. But here's the thing: if you know all the people that you're playing with, yes, it's great because you can get into a party and it, the squad isn't that big a deal. But if you're stuck in a random squad with three people you don't know, two of them probably aren't using their mics. You're stuck. You haven't. It doesn't help at all that you're on a team with other people.
3: The only benefit it has if you're in a squad with people you don't know, you can at least spawn on them.
2: You can only really spawn on them, right? But you yeah. can do that anyway. I mean, you, they, they could build it in in a way that you could do that anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is it's designed to be played with people you know, which yeah. is great when it's people you know, but when it's not, then it really hurts.
3: And Call of Duty's plus is it doesn't matter if you know people or not. You just jump yeah, exactly. in and you, right. you're you away. So yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the reason why there is room for Call of Duty and Battlefield is because they are very different games. I mean, while we're talking about, shall we talk...
1: Up. Shall we talk a little bit about uh, Battlefield Three? Because there's been some new trailers well, come out. There's for nothing that really
3: year. to say about it apart from um, when and how do I get it?
4: Like, I know.
3: I'm gonna buy that game. Like, yep. It's so, it's so impressive. Now, Stu, Yeah. You're not a first-person shooter fan. I'm not. You're not a multiplayer fan. But come on, you must have looked at that trailer and gone, "Well, that yeah, it's nice." I must admit, right?
1: I've been, i have had a look at, and I've had a look at the uh, get that wire cut trailer analysis from IGN as well. So I've had a look at that, which was quite interesting, mm. and I've, I've got to say, it is very, very impressive.
3: The, 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 it come is on, very yeah. impressive. Come on, because I think Battlefield's that again. EA are very good at presenting things to you, right? And Call of Duty is very flashy and you know nice to look at and stuff, but. Battlefield, there's something about like the way it sounds, the way yeah. it looks, the way the players move. It just I don't know what it is. I don't know how. It must be the way it sounds. For me, it's the sound effects. I think. But there's just you look at like gameplay of Battlefield, and it's it just gives me. I just really want to play it. Like I don't know yeah. why. Um, Call of Duty is just kind of like a kind of a guilty pleasure. I just play it because it's very easy. It's very comfortable. Call of Duty.
1: I think the thing is as well what they've what they've also said is they're using the animation techniques from the sports uh, games that they yeah. put out there yeah, to make yeah. it look as realistic as possible when people
3: that's that's people where, are running
1: and moving around.
3: That's where I think some, some, sometimes Battlefield, the previous like, bad Company game, was kind of for. He's like in the the animation in the multiplayer, uh, Duke. You can probably talk about it. Like you know. Like in the multiplayer, I'm not talking about in the game, but the multiplayer. Sometimes yeah. their their animation, the way they move. If you watch, you know, when you get killed and you yeah. see somebody who killed you, sometimes they're in a very awkward place. But to them, obviously, yeah.
2: it's they slide around a
3: little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I think they 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 could do with improving that, but. I don't know. I mean, Stu. I mean, it's proof of the pudding there. I mean, Stu, you don't like first person shooters. You
2: it's not. Really, no, no, no. That's it's, not, the, it's the gameplay, not the graphics.
3: That's not strictly true. It's multiplayer. Competitive true. multiplayer. I yeah.
1: don't. I like first person shooters. I just don't like competitive multiplayer. So, well, if football. it's got a beefy single player story, I'll be up for playing that. I
3: mean, I'd be curious to see what. I mean, have you played Bug Company Two? Have you played?
1: I played a bit of it. I played it for maybe about three or four hours, but I only rented it, see, so I never yeah. managed to to finish be, it. It's, it's, Come a on, right, yeah. it's
3: a great. game. I think you. Really enjoyed if you got a little bit more into it. I, I
1: mean, I like. I mean, God, the, the, you know, Call of Duty Four. I really enjoyed that. Call of Duty Two. I enjoyed that apart from the tank section, but I enjoyed the game as a whole. And mm-hmm. you know, Metro twenty thirty three. I really enjoyed that. I like first person shooters. I'm just not into multiplayer
3: stuff. But The, 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 the multiplayer bothered. bad companies. Is, it feels like more of a co op game than than a yep. multiplayer game. It's 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 very unique. But I'll say I'll say now.
1: I will play this game when it comes out. Good. good. So, yeah, no, I, mean, I have no, I'm not going to play whatever Activision chucks out at the end of the year, but I will definitely play Battlefield.
3: Fair enough, you know, that's
1: fine. That. Okay. I, mean, interestingly, I mean, Pacta said last week that Call of Duty will outsell once again the, you know, whatever Battlefield has to offer, but I don't know, looking at this, is cool, but... The, I, think it's he's rough, right. no, it's I think he's, probably probably he's right, no, I, I think
3: he's right. I think Call of Duty will, <laughs> uh, the Battlefield will sell brilliantly, you know, it always does, it sells yeah. well. It's solid, but... isn't it? Call of Duty is such. I don't think people, like, people like us who follow the game industry, play everything, realize how much mass appeal Call of Duty has. Oh, it's huge! It's it's phenomenal. I mean, and the
1: fact that it was the people's choice at the BAFTAs, you know what I mean? That's yeah. to the public voted that as the best game of the year when clearly it wasn't.
3: And that's only people who knew what the <laughs> BAFTAs were. You yeah. know, like you know that that, that they existed. So. Some people who play Call of Duty, wouldn't even know that there's a BAFTAs for games. They, they, you know, there's there's so many people play that game. It's yeah, but I mean, I, it's think, it, I, it's I okay. think it's all right for a couple of years. Call of Duty. I don't think.
1: It's I think. Happen. I mean, it's interesting. There is another court case uh, just starting up now, where um, the original two guys from Infinity Ward are now going for the rights in the Modern Warfare tag for the yeah. for the ownership of that. Um, yeah i look
3: forward it. to, the, uh, in ten years, the documentary about all of that. I will. Do you know what I
1: think, though? I think I, I think people probably don't care anymore. And even if they got the rights to it, I don't think it would really matter. Because it's more about Call of Duty than it is about... Well,
3: I think, well, it'll
2: be a uh, David Fincher feature film. I don't think oh, yeah. it
3: answers. Yeah, I think it should. But, the, 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 before Black Ops, right? Before Black Ops, people were like, Oh, that's it for Call of Duty now. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way, um, Art can take the lead. But then Black yeah. Ops came out, and it was brilliant. And they were like, "Yeah, so maybe they can." And it was such a good Call of Duty game. And, and Stu, I know you have you know, you don't care, but it Call of Duty Black Ops is a great Call of Duty game. It's fantastic, right? And I've played them all. Uh, it's, it's. It, I don't think Activision are worried anymore about it, and I don't think the fans are worried about it anymore. It's not. It's not Infinity. it's not those two people that made... I can't think what they're called. Uh, Sam Peller and... Uh, Vince Sam Zampella and Jason... Some Jason... Like. Is Mario it and Luigi. Jason West, is it? Jason West. That's, yeah, Jason West, isn't
1: That's
3: it? Just, isn't it Jason West the guy from... No, it's Frank West. That's from... Yeah. Jason West
1: and Vince Sam But I bet they were sat there thinking, oh, shit.
3: Well, anyway, Max and Paddy, <laughs> right. Those two guys. Um, they, yeah, I, people were thinking they were the... They 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 made Call of Duty. Yeah. where now we realise that it's not them two people it's this massive network of people that make Call of Duty and it doesn't really matter like you know somebody might come in and do a better job than they did you know like <gasps> bite your
2: tongue whatever and no I know I agree with you I, I think you're right I do agree whatever So I, I what think it's like, interesting with the yeah, Black Ops is as good as any other Call of Duty games ever been. Well, I, I think Call of Duty 4 is so the they thing. need to put stopping power back in
3: that, I, I don't think they'll ever get better than Call of Duty 4 like from what they did they set the bar so high. like they they changed first-person shooters forever after Call of Duty 4. It's phenomenal, right? But Black Ops, technically, is better, right? And it does a lot more things, and it's, you know, it, it, it builds on what Call of Duty 4 was. But Call of Duty 4 was such a brilliant package, and it was a great story and everything, but they screwed it up since then. It's unlikely yeah, that
2: okay. any Call of Duty game will ever have the same impact that 4 had. Exactly,
3: yeah. But uh, then, to be so. fair, it was sort
1: of almost like a genre changer, wasn't it? it With was. the ranking-up system and yeah. the perks and all that stuff, yeah, and it's then...
3: It's amazing how... Yeah. Brilliant Call of Duty Four. The story in Call of Duty Four is so much better. It was good. It was really, really good. Modern Warfare Two was it was a James Bond film. That's all it was. And Call of Duty Four was this very sensible, mature uh, story about the military. These, this this little story that happens in the military, and it was it was it was great. I thought it was brilliant. And I, I say little story. There was a nuclear bomb in there, um, but it, it it's it did so many things that that Call of Duty games had never done. And it borrowed not from the military shooter genre. It borrowed from the RPG genre, uh, G genre and it borrowed from you know Half Life Two, and you know all like, adventure games, and it was great. Brilliant.
1: But the other thing, to a certain extent, that Treyarch had something to prove with Black Ops because, you know, like you say, they were always seen as the sort yeah, of the, that the oh, way. that's the one to avoid until, you know, Infinity War, back on it next year. So, you know. Yeah, it was always like and, and to a certain extent, World at War was that way. You know, people, not, War,
3: people Yeah, I, I, people liked World at War. People do like it. It's, it's, it divides people, World at War. But I think that's a different... You know, and then they made that terrible Bond game. What was that called
1: now? Uh, Quantum of something. Uh, God, I can't think what it was called now. You know, that really awful first-person shooter game with James Bond in. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: qu- yeah that was... Quantum of awful.
1: Solace or something. Yeah, terrible thing, I believe. Are you trying to get a rise out of me,
2: <laughs> <Agent laughs> not... I've only got one fan
3: of that game. <laughs> yeah, one fan.
2: Because <laughs> everyone else is stupid! <laughs>
3: So, uh, anyway. <laughs> I've been, I don't know how we got into a massive discussion. Well,
1: we talked about Battlefield 3, which is going to be great out True. After, so Right,
3: okay. So, anyway.
1: I um, was going to say, the last thing I was going to say on that was... You know, what no, playing the, the only thing, do you, do you think it's going to be harmed this year? Because there's, like, three different companies working on Modern Warfare 3. Years yeah,
3: and, that's a, that's yeah, that's a problem, Nick.
1: That's a problem. Um, will they get diluted, or will there be a lots of clash of ideas? I mean, what do you think?
3: I... Well, from what I know, that one developer is working on the story, the other is working on um, the multiplayer or whatever. Well, it's
1: free, oh, isn't it, because there's yeah, race and story.
3: it as well. I don't know what the other one are doing, I think they're just kind of twiddling their thumbs, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as like, Medal of Honor, because that was a different engine, right? Yeah. And they were, like, across the world, I think. there was like Yeah, one was in Switzerland, the other was in uh, America. You know, whereas I'm guessing these are a little bit more closer. Um, Oh, yeah, I would assume they're all in the same building, probably. It's the the same engine. Yeah. You know, they're all owned, but they're not partners of the the publisher. They're all owned by the publisher. So I think, yeah, I don't think it'll be as big as a mess of Medal of Honor. I I don't think that's going to affect it too much.
1: Well, I don't think it'll matter if they put out a pile of dog turd because people are still going to buy whatever, aren't they?
3: I don't think it'll be a, a bad Call of Duty game. It might not be the best Call of Duty game, but it'll be, it'll be decent. It'll be fine. Millions of people. I
1: mean, but to be fair, it's still Infinity Ward, isn't it? But which yeah. Infinity Ward?
3: <laughs> <I> mean, any <laughs> any people who made Call of Duty 4 are still at Infinity Ward. Yeah, right?
1: I, I, I think it'd be interesting. Infinity Ward, Raven and Sledgehammer, whatever they're going to be doing in
3: it. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We will. I think.
3: Talking of first-person shooters,
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: I've also been playing Halmfront. Oh, yeah. How was that? Now, the video that I'm going to make about Homefront will be up by the time this podcast. Wait, you're going to make a video? Already, well, I'm working on it. Wow. Right. Now, I kept on hearing... Now, we've talked about game length on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we kind of come to the conclusion that it shouldn't matter as long as the game's good. Alright? doesn't really matter how long it is. As long as it feels right. Now, I was hearing about Homefront... Is Duke still there? I haven't seen him spite for a while. Yes, I am still here.
1: He's just sulking because I was calling Quantum of Wellies. I'm just
3: worried no, that he Trump might leave the podcast. Bite. If I'm just worried he might leave the podcast if he left. <laughs> <have the
1: podcast. laughs> <I know. laughs> his opinions. Duke, have you anything to say on this?
2: No, I don't have anything to say on anything.
1: That's all right. I asked him so he can carry on. There
3: you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Halford, I've heard many different things about how long it is. And I was getting quite frustrated because, you know what? You know what it's like? You know, the graze knee, all of a sudden, it's a broken leg or whatever. You know, people exaggerate a lot. And I was hearing six hours long. Then I heard, like, three hours. Then I heard, like, two hours. I heard somebody completely... Get it. lost. That can be true. Right? And I was like, oh, t- t- it's only two hours long. And I was like, well, all right, let's, let's, let's see how long this game is. So I did a video, which people would have seen by now, including you guys, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, of, I played this game from start to finish and timed it. What, in one sitting? In one sitting. Wow, I'm
1: impressed. That's really cool. Right. And on, the game,
3: on, on normal? Do you play on... On, on, I played it on normal. I didn't okay. cut any cutscenes. I didn't, cut cut I didn't right. like skip them or anything. I didn't rush through the game. I played through it as, as normally as I'd play any first-person shooter. I died about seven, eight times, whatever. It, it was just a normal playthrough of the game. Start to finish, never played it before.
2: And it, took... and it took...
3: Three hours and 35 minutes. Ooh, that is short. But... Very short. But... It is short. But... It was very good. Yeah? Yeah. And I kind of feel sorry for Hamfront because I th- I, it, it's, it's had a lot of advertising. Um, I think there's a lot of kind of pressure on Houndfront Yeah. Um, to live up to kind of a Call of Duty standard. Now yeah. I doubt that this was the the budget for Houndfront was half
1: mm. of what but, but right, okay. If you're me, right, who doesn't play multiplayer, right? I am not gonna pay forty quid for three hours entertainment when I can go okay. and watch a movie it for about the same amount of money.
3: Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Right. But it, we, we, I don't want to get on the, the value, you know, the length and value price. I'll just, I'm just saying what I think, right? I, 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 maybe it's not, you know, it's not worth 40 quid, and you're not going to play, if you're not going to play multiplayer. Fine. But, what I'm saying is, it's three and a half hours long. It's a very good three and a half hours. Every level is interesting. They are doing things that you've seen before, such as scripted events. It has, it has flaws. You know, it doesn't feel as as fluid and as uh, as comfortable as a Call of Duty. You know, you play Call of Duty, right? Yeah. It's so, like, you just feel so quick and in control of who you are. And, you know, it, home is a little bit clunkier. It's a little bit sluggish. Fine, right? It is a very fun three and a half hours. These are very good 3.5 areas. The levels are great. Um, there are, pro- the, you know, the scripted events are, are, are cool. There's some cool moments. with like, You've got, like, this remote control car that you can use. Um, there's a helicopter mission. There's there's some really great stand moments that I probably won't forget. Because most first-person shooters, I play them and forget them. From, um has some great moments in it. I think that Half life is a, is a very good game. Graphically, it's not very impressive. It doesn't move as, it doesn't control as, as well as Call of Duty. Um, but it's good. It's good. And I kind of feel sorry for it because a lot of people are saying, like, because of all the advertising and stuff, it's like, oh, it's, it's going to be as good as Call of Duty. And it totally isn't, you know?
1: Yeah, but ultimately, they, well, actually, I was going to say ultimately they're charging the same price, but I guess in some ways they're not because Call of Duty put all those up by five quid or whatever. But
3: yeah, but, but I don't know. I mean, no, that, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend anyone buy it for first full price for just a single player.
1: But then, but then I guess you could level the same arguments against movies because all movies cost the same amount of money to get into, yet some are shit and some are good. So yeah.
2: And, you know, some are longer than others.
3: But mean, just, a brilliant.
2: Yeah, but if a movie were only 45 minutes, you would be mad if you paid full price. I guess. Yeah.
3: I, 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 if someone said to me, should I buy Homefront, I don't care about multiplayer, I would say buy it for 15 quid. Right? Yeah. Because it's still a good three and a half hours. There's no doubt about that. Right? And I do... I mean, you've played first-person shooters that are, you know, flawed. I'm not taking the piss. Like, Careful. But Quantum of Solace, <laughs> No, I know what you mean. It's yeah, not the perfect right. game. It's not like the best first-person shooter you'll <laughs> yeah. ever play. It's right. a it's a very okay, average first-person shooter that you seem to like because yeah. it was very simple and you know it was just easy to go through. It was, it was simple very simple
2: mind, simple pleasures.
3: Right, Homefront. Now, it it depends because a, a big part of first-person shooter is just when you got the controller. You can look at videos all you want, but as soon as you have that controller in your hand and you move the character. You instantly know if you're going to carry on playing it. Now, if you control that, that character and you go, I don't quite like the way this feels in the, in the single-player game, then you won't get on with it. But if you go, I can, I can live with this, which I think you will. I think you will kind of live with it. Um, you'll enjoy it. I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Stu, again,
1: I think you'll enjoy it as well. I think I'll enjoy the single player, even if it yeah. is short. I've got it on my rental
3: for love films, so I'm sure it'll come at some point. I will say this about the single player: it's as long as it needs to be. Yeah,
1: That's which is it. fine. I mean, I mean, it's interesting because obviously, Duke talked about last week the fact that he got to a point in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood when he just wanted it to be finished. Yeah. You know, it sort of got to there. i enough... that
2: was like forty hours in. True, yeah. that is a lot of hours. There's a big yeah.
1: difference, but yeah. so yeah. But there, no, there is that point. that with different games. Yeah, yeah. there is that yeah. point. Sometimes people
3: say that about GTA and Red Dead Redemption, which is totally fair. It's a completely yeah. fair yeah. criticism. Yeah. Right, yeah. I love GTA Four, but it does go on too long. Absolutely, yeah. but when you're obsessed with it, you never want it to end. So <laughs> you know, um, interesting, sorry, Home-
2: interesting thing about Homefront uh, in Japan, they uh, changed, they eliminated yeah, all references is. to North Korea. Yeah, and, they uh, said
3: a, a northern country. Like, that's right, they, a northern they hint, leader. They hint at Canada being the, yeah. Uh, the invaders.
1: <laughs> yeah, Canada.
3: Yeah. They couldn't invade America, uh, but it, it. So okay, now I'll go on to like the the, the, the flaws of it. Are it does look that very, very good? There's a lot of like silly moments in the game. Um, uh, what was going to say? Yeah, some of the the, the 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 AI, the enemy AI, are, are dumb. Um, sometimes they shoot just your, you you got some people running around you all the time, and they just shoot them point blank, and that the, the, your friendly AI is just ignoring them, (laughs) He's just like standing there or whatever, and there's a guy, like, putting 50 bullets into you, and they they, they take no notice. Um, there's a line in it which is kind of funny, where, cause there's a lot of scripting moments where you just fall out of stuff, or fall over out of a building or something. And you do it, and then one of the guys say, that's the fifth thing you've fallen off! You know, like, <laughs> it is, there, there are a lot of, hey, here we go, I'm falling out of something again. But it's great, and I will say, the last level is brilliant. So can it's, I ask, is it Red Dawn, the game, then? It, ah, there is, a, there is, in it, there is... A is
1: there a bit at the beginning, where all the kids are in the school and the helicopters No, <laughs>
3: no, no, there isn't, but... <laughs> There is a moment where you go, you see this, like, where the Koreans have kind of taken over. And there is a bit where it says, go Wolverines, on a banner.
2: Nice.
3: Nice. That's so
1: good. there
2: is that That's kind nice. of, like,
3: you know, what w- w- what you could say, because it is written by the same person, right? And I'm reading the book now. And it, 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 you could say that this is the same, because it was the Russians in the Red Dawn, right? Yeah. But now it's the Koreans, whatever. But you could say like that. It, it's kind of the same universe in a weird way. Like that, Red Dawn could still happen because it's very. It's just this man's story of this war. It's not the whole. It's like
2: paranoid. The commies are coming to get us. Invasion fantasy.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it. This, I mean, it's <laughs> the same story, right? Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's just a different age now. You can't say the Russians, was, you know. Whatever. But it's except it's in for, vanquish. It's well, yeah, yeah. That's some, <laughs> Japan. Um. I wouldn't want to piss off my neighbours like that, though, would you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. But anyway, it, it's... The, the, I mean, there's a lot of... The, there's bits where, like, you can't crawl... There's, like, invisible walls everywhere, which is annoying. You can't crawl through a space. You have to wait for the people to crawl through the space before you can crawl through. That's annoying. Um, You know, a lot of times, like, you're waiting for a person to run all the way down this bit so they can open a door for you because you've already is got it, there. Is it like a
1: small pavement and no matter what you do you can't climb it
3: there's things like that
1: yeah <laughs> it's like you only have to lift your like it what's going on <laughs> so
3: there's three characters that follow you all the way right and there's like for some reason it's different every time but there's some reason like one person is like way behind and you have to wait for them to come all the way before like the kind of like cut scene like in game cut scene starts how so they can open the door you know what I mean and it's like yeah. oh hurry up and these things that Call of Duty do fantastically well like without you thinking about it but yeah, you know, it's it's fine. It's it's just got it's, it has got a lot of flaws. I've talked about it it's way too much, but the multiplayer everything I said about the the controls feeling clunky and jagged, they are fantastic in the multiplayer. The way it feels in the multiplayer is is so much quicker, right? And the multiplayer is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. They is it just...
1: fixed though? Have they fixed it? Or
3: lots of I played, played it, I played it with, with Murphy's Law and it was fine. Absolutely fine. There was a ton of people in the room. It was dedicated to that, and it was fine. It worked perfectly, Right. The weapons are cool. The gadgets are cool. The levels are interesting. I think the multiplayer is brilliant. Now, I've borrowed this game off my friend. Therefore, I can't use the online pass out of goodwill.
1: Oh, you friend. didn't steal it then after all that? I didn't to... steal it. Oh. I, you
3: that I didn't steal it. But the good thing is, though, for you, Stu, right? So if you rented it, you could play and you could level up to level 5, but that doesn't mean that the game stops you from playing it. You can carry on playing it as long as you want, but you won't get any more than level 5. Yeah, and you're just getting killed all the time, I guess. No, no. Like, I mean, I was doing fine. I- I'm doing fine in it. And you do get some gadgets and you get some vehicles and you buy the vehicles the next time you spawn in and stuff. They're, they're great, but it's-, it's a lot of fun. Duke, I, I'm. It's like a like a very simple battlefield. I think. Yay.
2: Are the maps big? Uh, the ones that I've played are quite big,
3: but they're not open. Like, yeah, they're they're fairly like you can't see from end to end like some of the battlefield maps.
2: Yeah. Are they um? Is, see from is it like a conquest type of thing.
3: Uh, yes, it is like a conquest. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: see big. front lines was huge, wasn't it? Some of the maps in that were gigantic. Yeah, they were big. Yeah. Um, and the is it how many
2: flags are there on each map? That's the other thing. The ones that are all played is three. See, that kinda of bugs me because I, I feel like in order to really do it right, you really should have more than three. Like like four on the pop-up. Vietnam maps, you know the one with four? That yeah. is so right. good because you can. it just feels like that's the critical tipping point where you can have a lot of different action things going on. When there's only three, basically each team controls one on their end and then there's the one in the middle. And then it's like everybody fights over the one in the middle.
3: But the one in the middle in the, one of the maps that I was playing was really like, competitive.
2: It was yeah. so difficult to keep it. Oh, it tends to be. I mean, the one in the middle tends to be the one that everyone just goes nuts about. It was great. But man. if there's four, then it, it splits it up. I don't know. I think it's I
3: don't, I don't, There might be some before. I don't know.
2: I don't know. Yeah. But... That's fine. Um, it's a really
3: fun multiplayer game, Duke. I, I think, really want to play it. I mean, it I looks think you'd cool. enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm taking a risk of saying if you'd like the first person that sorry the single player game. I think Stu would like it. Like, yeah, without because he's he, I don't know. Like, you're Duke. You're much more stubborn about controls. Like, if you don't get yeah. on with the game, like you won't. You won't. That's it. Right, that's, right. Screw it. But the multiplayer feels completely different. I think you'd love yeah. the multiplayer. So I think you both should give it a go. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's right. on my game fly. I just,
1: uh, and, and can I ask, are there, are, is there a, a squad system that I bug duke in the multiplayer? <laughs> no. no, sure, no that, I you see? run in
2: ammo a lot?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. no. Game of the year.
3: There you go. You sold. Game of the year. Sold. I played it. I, I looked so much. I played it twice, the single player. Because yeah. it was so short. <laughs> well, I was yeah, going to say, that's that, no big time
1: commitment,
3: so is yeah. um And Murphy's going to play it twice as well. Greg's going to play it twice. Because he said he's going to play it on hard. Mm-hmm. Um, which will probably extend the game to like six hours. But Yeah, but there isn't
1: any more game, you just die no,
3: You just die <laughs> yeah. But I, I played it on easy, I did the other thing, and just played the whole thing without dying, because he wanted to play it on hard, because every time you finish a mission, um, you get an achievement for it. Mm-hmm. But if you play it on easy and don't die, you get an achievement for it as well. So I just did that. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. I mean the, I, that I think is one of the worst
1: arguments for a game when someone goes, "Yeah, but it's longer and you play it on half." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, the,
3: but the, the Halo games, you play those on Legendary, and they're they're a completely different game because they add enemies. Um, the way like the way you have to you use parts of the the kind of the level that you didn't use before, and it's such a slower game. I think it's a great game on Legendary Halo. It's such a it's it's so, you know, it's such a team-based game when you play it in co-op on Legendary. It's it's very clever. So I think Halo is the exception where you play it on hard. And yes, it is longer, but you have to play it differently as well. You have to think about how you kill the enemies differently, and it's such a cool game on hard. Yeah, no, but, that's
1: fair enough. Fair comment.
3: But hopefully it gets a thumbs up for me. It's not a perfect game at all, but I kind of feel sorry for it in a way, so I think people should give it a try and just kind of not judge it too harshly. Because so I think it's a great game. And I'm reading the book now, and that's kind of like uh, the prequel to the game. Uh, and it's—I'm not far in, but it's—it's it's fine. know, yeah, it's okay.
1: Oh well, you can tell us what you think about that when you finally finish it. Well, yeah. I've only played three games this week, thank God. Jesus Christ! <gasps> I know. After you two, yeah, we uh, well, last
3: week you, so you guys were talking forever, and you—I
1: and... know we played loads last week. Yes, I've only we played were. three games. Uh, one, I really wasn't that impressed with. One. I thought, well, no, it's okay. And one I really, really love. So. Okay. So shall I tell you what games are? See if you can guess which is Yeah, okay. We shall we do that? Yeah. So I've been playing uh, Free Realms, but I haven't been playing that. I've been watching my daughter play that. I've been watching my daughter play that because it is meant for kids. So I, I thought, what better than to get a kid to play it, see what she thinks. Uh, Islands of Wakefu. I played the demo for that. And I I've also been, been playing Yakuza 4.
2: I okay. oh, you've really, really
1: no. loved Yakuza 4?
3: No, oh, we'll I say... Go on, Duke, you do your votes. So yeah, mind. what do
1: you think? What do you think? So one I was like... Uh, no, not impressed. One I was like... That's eh, the that's second okay. one that I've never heard of. Um, like
2: the one you're... uh Is Free Realms, and the one you love is Yakuza 4. Okay, what do you think, Ginny?
3: I think you hated Islands of Wakfu. Yeah. You thought Yakuza 4 was okay, and Free Realms was impressive. You, love?
1: Nope. I've got to say,
2: Duke is spot on. Gonna love Yakuza 4. <laughs> come on, you said it that he was gonna go crazy because <laughs> it's let's go through it. Unpopular, yeah. weird, Japanese. Yeah, yeah.
1: come yeah. on, yeah. Okay, we'll start with the bad. We'll start with the bad. Islands of Wakefu. Like the concept. On, like, the concept like the concept. Like the art style. So what's the
2: concept? Those of us it, who have never heard of this. It's
1: sort of like an action adventure game. So you basically play this sort of child. It's meant to be a child who's gonna save this race from this invasion of weird alien plums. All right, I'm bored. It's a bit like bored. Dated the Triffids, I guess, is the best way to explain <laughs> Sounds it. Sounds great. And the demo is massive. It's a huge demo. It let you play for about an hour. Did you play the demo or did you play the whole game? No, I played the demo for about an hour. Uh, it was a big okay. demo. Big demo. Yeah. Um, but the controls are clunky, it's it's not great, it it, it looks a lot nicer than it plays, and it, it's some of it's really confusing, and some things don't seem to work properly when they're supposed to, and they had a lot of glitches going on, and, and there was one point where I'm having to fight a boss, and I got stuck on a piece of scenery, and then couldn't move, and the boss just carried on shooting me until I died. <laughs> and that, to me, is just... Like I can't be doing with that. I mean, you know, it's got to work. You know what I mean? And there was a couple of incidents very similar to that where stuff just happened. You know, which you couldn't have avoided, and it just sort of like a really bad glitch. And I'm just like, now nah, get it, get it sorted, get it sorted out. Uh, yeah, Free Realms came out on the PS3, uh, a free-to-play MMO. Um, yeah. Only, only in America apparently, though, not in the UK for some reason. So I have no idea why it's not in the UK, but it isn't. Uh, downloaded the American one, installed fine with no issues, no no problems uh, getting going, got my daughter playing on that. Um, it's like PlayStation Home with missions to do, is the best way to describe it. Um, and, also, and and much bigger, uh, pretty seamless until you go into another area. So the overworld is, is quite big, um, and there's no loading screens in the actual overworld. Uh, but I can see the appeal for kids, you know, not, not necessarily just kids, but teenagers. You know, it's it's got a lot of stuff going on. There's lots of little missions. There's lots of mini games. Like some and, and whatever mini game you are playing, I, I really quite like this about it. So, for instance, Millie played a game of checkers, and uh, if she won, then she'd get one of three sort of prizes, which was like one was a weapon, one was like an armor upgrade, and one was money. So, and then sort of when you win the the mini game. It's sort of a bit like, um, I guess, like a free machine. So you press the button, and then it, it spins around and slows down, and whatever it lands on is what you get. Mm-hmm. So I really like that about it. I thought that was really very cool. Um, you, can, you can have pets. Uh, you can buy dragons to ride. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of cool stuff, and it, it works a lot on the microtransactions thing. So if you, yeah, see a cool see. Dra- yeah, if you see a cool dragon, you can go to the PlayStation Store and buy one. Uh, you know, she's so burning
2: up all sorts of expensive stuff. I could account?
1: imagine it would pretty mount up because Millie's like, "How cool is that?" and I'm like, "Oh, what a pity that we have to pay in dollars. Oh shame." Um, but yeah, she was really impressed. She was running around. She and there's loads of like careers that you can. So you can like you can pick up um, like different outfits, I guess. So ones like a miner's outfit, ones like a ninja, and and obviously when you you don a different outfit, obviously it gives you different attributes. So Mm -hmm. you can sort of, as like the mine, you can go and dig up sort of ore, which then you can use to make your weapons better. Uh, You can like go to these mines and stuff. And it's got this really cool way of fast traveling, which I really thought was quite a cool little addition. So say you've like got a mission or somewhere to go, but you can't be bothered actually, you know, walking there and directing it. If, if you press the right trigger, it just auto goes there. So you don't actually fast travel there, but it just automatically walks to where you need to go without you having to control it. So it still takes as long, but you don't. It have just to takes do as long, but you don't have to do any of the. Con- so you could go off and you know get a sandwich or something, and come back and it'd be wherever you need. Come to. back and you ah! oh there you go on there. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the fighting was okay. It was real. T- it's real time fighting. So when you do like there was a mission where. Um, there was like a a pixie being chased by a burr, and had, you know she had to save the bear uh, sorry save the pixie even and kill the burr. but they don't sort of things don't die it's just like you knock them out at the end when you sort of win the battle so they don't mm-hmm. seem to actually die although she did seem to kill a lot of wolves there was a thing where she and the wolves disappeared after so maybe they were dead i don't know uh, but the battle in it's just sort of you have two attacks one's like a a standard attack and again it depends on what costume you've got on depends on what the attacks are so it was cool. I, I was impressed with it. I thought, you know, and it it ran smoothly. There was no lag or server issues or anything of that nature. And there was, there, unlike PlayStation Home, everybody was actually there. You know, there wasn't any ghost images of, of characters walking around. Uh, but it was interesting, you know. And I, I think, you know, there's some definite legs in that, and it, it it worked. It worked fine without any issues. And there were a lot of players in the same server. So I don't know how many each instance. Occupies, but there was a lot of. There seemed to be a lot of people there. Uh, So three rounds. Uh, But the last game I played this week, and I and I've already put in about six or eight hours on this game already. Because
2: you're playing it on hard.
1: I'm not playing it on hard. (laughs) I'm playing it. I'm actually playing it on easy. I think. I think I just Um, played on easy because I thought I'll just play it for the story, you know, and and get through it and enjoy it. And do you know I real? I'm really impressed with it. I'm way more impressed than I ever thought it would be. Um, but it's like Chini always says, it's that expectation thing because I expected that it would just be sort of okay and passable. Um the one thing I would say, if you don't like cutscenes, you're not going to like this game is is probably a good thing to say. What
2: is it with Japan and their fucking
1: 20-hour cutscenes, oh, Massive, man? Massive. There's lots insane. of... insane. But they're all really well done. They're very sort of well animated. They're very well... The facial animations are really, really strong in this game, you know, for expression and, and the way yeah. people are feeling. Um and and it's you know I'm, and this is going to sound really stupid. But <laughs> That's a great way to preface your and, comment. Uh, one of the really cool things I like about it is that it's still in Japanese, so there's no it's not been localized anyway whatsoever. That's probably for the best, though. Yeah, I mean there's
2: subtitles, I assume.
1: Yeah, it's just English subtitles, but, Lo-
2: localized in that sense.
1: But the voice acting is pretty good, and apparently from what I can gather, the voice actors use are like quite big sort of stars in Japan, so they're not just your average sort of Joe, you know, who's
2: sort of. You know, just drag some... I would imagine if they got Joe to do the vocals for it, it would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what is I mean? Is it a Shurigo, a Shuju available? <laughs> no, <laughs> we got Joe. Yeah. The hell? Joe who? Joe Smith. But
1: I really like it. in the, Sayonara. They're fighting. Uh, do you know what's weird, right? It's a bit like a, a JRPG in some respects, as weird yeah. as that sounds. Because basically, you sort of... Say you sort of go, right, this is my next mission that I've got to do. Okay, I'll set off to go to this mission. Along the way, you will get stopped at least three times to do a battle, which is just like a JRPG. You know, you, like walk for a bit and suddenly you have to do a battle. Yep. Oh, random encounters. Yeah, it's exactly yep. the same as that. And, and 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 like one of them. This was the funniest thing. I had to fight one dude right because he accused me of standing on his contact lens. That's that's what I had to fight him for.
2: I fight people about that all the time in the streets. I know.
3: <laughs> but so like the Yakuza Three, like you, you saw that was that, yeah. that woman kind of being raped, and you kind of
1: yeah, there's not to, been anything as, as weird as that. I must admit, yeah, I've, that was a bit. Uh, there's not been as, but there is some weird. Right, I'll just get some of the weird stuff out of the way. Okay. Yeah, one of the missions that I have to do is a cat There's three playable characters now. I'm only played as one at the moment, so I'm guessing when his story finishes, the other player starts. And the, uh, apparently, there's there's four four in the end, and all the stories intermingle. So you sort of play it from different viewpoints, the same sort of story, I guess. So I'll be interested to see how that develops. But yeah, the, the character I'm playing, you know, I can't even pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try. But the character I'm playing as at the moment, one of his missions is you have to make, the ho- you own a hostess club, okay? Which is this really weird thing where, and I'm guessing these exist in Japan for real, and and basically the clubs where girls are, you pay girls to talk to you sort of and as though so you hooters might... then well not really <laughs> but as as though you've got a chance that like, they may be your girlfriend or yeah that's hooters it's a bit weird it's a bit weird
3: at least at hooters you get food okay <laughs> but.
1: The, the mission's called Number One Hostess, right? Oh, That's geez. the mission. And basically, what you have to do is it, it's, it's almost like a grooming thing, right? So you have to get a girl, right, in your club, your hostess club, and you have to train her to be like the best hostess in the club to earn the most money, right? right. What this involved is dressing her, right? So you have to pick the outfit she has to wear, right? She do, yeah. And then you have to do a makeup. Right? So she's got the right amount of makeup on, right? And everything. Uh her, right? And then you have to talk to her about conversation techniques and stuff, right? Which is completely your game, mate. Yeah. yeah. And then what you do, right? You send her out into the like into the like the floor to work the floor sort of thing, right? And then you who, you what you have to do then, right? You get three chances, you get so much money to spend on her, right? And then you have to go out into the club and walk around and like Earwig into what people want, you know. So you have to listen to what they want. So and you get a little meter on the girl saying whether she's like flashy or conservative or you know sexy and all this sort of stuff, right? And you have to adapt her dress and makeup and everything so she sort of complies with what the customers are wanting. It's a really weird thing, right? Uh, but I did it. I did it. <laughs> I got to be number one. And so it's like dress-up dolls or something. Yeah, a little bit. It, it was weird. Yeah. I, I played That's it great. right. Played it and Millie came downstairs and she's like, What are you playing? Because <laughs> you know, was, there was nothing violent at
2: the time. So I was like, uh, Well, you know. And she's like, She can watch me play <laughs> as this prostitute in a strip club. Why are you putting makeup on that woman? I was <laughs> just like, Well,
3: it's part of the game. It is is
1: the it's the way it is in the like, Japanese
2: mafia.
3: It's the way Millie would be playing on a DS or something. Yeah. Yeah. But the weird, yeah. Like, yeah. the weird thing is, the guy you're
1: playing as, he's like, He's like a right. There's all these loan sharks in the game. There's all these different clans, and there's all these people who lend money and then obviously want to break your kneecaps if you don't pay it back. But the character you players, he's he's like a bit of a good guy. He lends money, but he doesn't charge any interest. And the only thing he wants them to do is like a a test uh, to prove that they're worthy of you lending the money. So he's like he's a bit of a good guy, really. You know, he's not. yeah. Yeah. That's he's what not, they all say. Yeah, he's not a nasty person, although he does fight yeah. a lot. And there was this really cool bit, because obviously you do... He all... people
2: in the kneecaps. But, no, there's you know, nothing like... There's no. That. I've not
1: had any weapons yet like that. I've had weapons, but no firearms. They've all been like baseball bats or iron
2: bats. Oh, well, as long as you're just bashing their kneecaps, what that's what fun. I say,
1: right? No, honestly. The fighting, I just love. I mean, I'm not into fighting games, but there's some of the finishing moves are just so funny you know with some of the because you get this like um it's 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 a bit like i don't know how you how you it's like a rage meter i guess I can't remember what it's exactly called. But as you're fighting, you build up this meter. And when it's full, you sort of glow blue, right? Okay. And when then you pick up, a like, an object in there, you, you can do, like, a finishing move with it, obviously, because you've built up your meter enough to do it. And some of them are so funny. Like, there's, like, if you pick up a road sign, for instance, he just, like, smashes it over the head, and the head comes out of the other side of the sign and stuff. Or, and, like, you, <laughs> catching people off with, with cones never gets boring. You know, like, traffic cones. And he gives them a very good whacking with a traffic cone to
2: So so what you're saying is this is game of the year because you're beating people up with a traffic cone. Yeah. But here comes Mortal Kombat. Uh whatever, I don't know. But to be honest, know.
1: right, the, the actual world itself is so well realized. It's in three sections There's sort of the like the, the street level, and then there's like all the underground stuff, and then there's like all the rooftops. So there's lots of areas to explore it's a massive but it's weird unlike something like gta 4 where everything's open and you apart from the second and third island but you're guided between missions you can only go so far and then i'll go oh i better get going the right way or else you know hannah will get angry with me or whatever so you you, you gotta put a mic up on yeah (laughs) yeah so you never really get chance to to explore beyond sort of where you're headed to uh, but he does this weird thing, and you can listen into everybody's conversations as you're walking along the street, and and what they're thinking about and stuff. And it's quite it's quite cool. I like. I'm I'm really impressed with it. I want to put this like, on
3: my rental list. I
2: think you should do it. I think I'm going to put this on nothing.
1: I don't think it's as bad it's because it's,
2: I want to laugh at how bad it
1: is. It isn't though. It isn't. I think you'll be surprised at, at what it is because I think a lot of people don't think it's great. But honestly, it's not. It is. It's it's an acquired taste. I'll admit. You know, so have, you, have you ever oversold a game to? Cheney? I know, and not everybody's gonna like this. You know, it's a little bit like the deadly premonition thing. You know, you're either gonna love it, or you're See, prob- you probably, you only it. like it because it's weird and shit. <laughs> it's not weird and shit. It isn't. It isn't. It's. It's, it's not that
2: weird. I like it, I mean,
1: right? and it's, it's got a, weird. It's got a really cool story as well. I like the story as well. The, the story's pretty cool, although you have to go through a lot of cutscenes for the story. So.
3: Uh, and this, and this a comment from a, a Yakuza gangster, a real-life Yakuza gangster. <laughs> and he said, oh, yeah, I really like the game because that those are the types of things that we get up to.
1: <laughs> I can imagine it is. I can imagine. Really? Sure. <laughs> like but it's 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 got a lot of stuff going on. And he and does this other weird thing, right? You get... Really? You Sorry, get off was this guy... This is the last thing I'm going to say, right? You get off this guy, like, a key... I don't even know what it is. It's like a metal detector for keys, I guess. I don't know what it is. As, as, you, you, as opposed you, to normal no, metal, metal detector isn't, isn't it? You use metal it detector for me? keys in other words Listen. a metal detector and then around the city there's all these locker keys that are just randomly and, and basically you have no idea what direction but you have a, like a beep when you get close to one, it, it starts beeping like a metal detector until you get really close and it, it's like obviously a lot faster but you pick up all these keys and then there's lockers dotted around the city and when you go to the lockers it'll show you which keys you've got lockers for and when you open the lockers, there's, like, weapons and upgrades and stuff in all the lockers.
2: Did you just sit and try all the different keys?
1: No, no, you just sort of zoom in on the locker, and then obviously the ones that you can open are glowing, and you just open them to have a look what's outside. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah, really cool. cool. Yeah. Really cool. I like it. I like it a lot. And I'm definitely... I'm, I'm, I'm into it. You know when you sort of get that when you're playing a game and, and you sort of want to you, you wanna play... to you like it. it?
2: Yeah, but you know, like... I know what it's like to
1: like a game. No, yes. but sometimes there's games do that you, you do? play... Do you really... <laughs> yeah, there's some. Yeah, you only like about two games anyway. But do you know when you get that? There's sometimes games and you sort of you're just playing them to play them. But then there's those games where a bit like Red Dead, where you want to find out what happens next, or you want to do the next, you know, get to the next section to see what happens in the story. It's a bit like that. That's what yes. I'm like. Anyway, um,
3: okay, it is. All right. All right. All right. What? Wait, wait, wait. What? Well, you've been talking about rubbish games. I <laughs> rude. I've been playing, Swarm. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: you've just been spamming Y, haven't you? That's what you've been doing.
3: <laughs> yeah. You can um, be honest. Did you talk about this?
1: I, I did talk about it in the Y button. Last time I asked him, played it. Yeah, um,
3: it's great. I love it. Yeah. I love Swarm. It's.
1: Pikmin. I don't know. I wasn't that impressed with the game, but I like spamming the Y button. It's Pikmin. <laughs> it's Pikmin. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. I, I,
3: I. You have no idea how much I love Pikmin. It's so good. Pikmin is great. Have you still? Have you played it yet, Stu?
1: Uh, no, I keep looking at it. I keep looking is at it. On one oh, that has
3: like Pikmin that. one and two with Wii controls, which is perfect for it. I haven't played it, but it makes sense. Like as soon as like they said it would work with the Wii Mo, it makes sense because yeah. Um, but I urge anyone to give Pitmin a go. It's great. But Swarm is brilliant. I'm really impressed by it. It's very funny and yeah, I like it. Yeah,
1: it's definitely got I think, comedy. In I it. think
3: I'm gonna buy it. <gasps> no, I think oh, I'm gonna buy it.
1: God, God, that's like... sold, sold. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Indy picks and it has gone. Sadly, and you know this is quite is sad.
2: sad. I'm not even going to play the sad horn.
1: Yeah, sadly, he has gone, and he is he isn't coming back. Com- com- no, he isn't coming back. Unfortunately, he well, not
2: with that attitude. He's not. You got to be positive. Is,
1: I mean, to be honest, from what I can gather, he's you know he's he's in transition, sort of moving house. Obviously, he needs to get some money together, etc. So. Unfortunately, he isn't going to be back. He may be back sometime in the very, you know, future. Sometime. Well, but, yeah,
2: that's what I'm thinking.
1: But, but not at the moment. Pass the that... hat, man. Do a whip yeah. round. Isn't
2: that what you call it?
1: Yeah, something like that. A whip. Yeah. Round. Anyway, um, so we have got a, a, a sort of semi-permanent replacement. We think. Oh yeah. We think. Um, yeah, somebody has stepped in. Well, I say somebody, but I guess that might not be the way. The, the best nice. way to describe this. Thing, person, and uh-huh. the entirely show. But somebody contacted us called Vlados. Vlados hmm. uh, might be related to somebody. I don't know. Vlados. Interesting. And they said, "Look, I'll pick you some indie games to play and and see what you think." So uh, yeah, we have got um, yeah, well, Vlados to to give us the indie pick for this week. Indie
4: <laughs> game review. Review. Hello, it's Vlados here to give you this week's indie pick you don't know me but I am better than the other guy you will play what I tell you and if you are good there will be donuts donuts are better than cake yum so the game this week is do CAD, which is a funny sort of human card game the object of the game is to disintegrate your opponent's cards this is achieved by being the superior player and cheating of course the graphics are shiny and it reminds me of a knockoff Final Fantasy game with cards. You will enjoy it because I tell you to. Now go and play it before I change my mind and inflict pain on your genitals with a laser. Vlad going into standby mode until next week.
1: Well, there you go, short and sweet, I've got to say.
3: She's not very nice, is she?
1: No! She's, like, demanding and stuff, ordering us to do How stuff. How about
2: lasering our genitals? <laughs> yeah. God, I was and there. Uh... This was not a triumph. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I'm, I'm making I'm... a note here, stinky yeah. bitch.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried. Uh, so, look, we. I mean, it's, it makes it difficult to say anything, like, bad about the game in case she sort of, like, does that stuff to well, us. Well, we can't I'll...
2: tell if she likes it or not. Yeah. I'll start
3: then. <laughs> yeah, go on.
2: <laughs> um, yeah,
3: Vlados crazy bitch um okay, so this is this card game, I had no idea what's going on, but I will say that it looks nice it looks like a you know like a, a very deep like he's gone to a lot of effort of how it looks or he or she has gone to a lot of effort of how this game looks uh, the menus are nice. The only thing I want um is look again, I can't be asked to read I'm the YouTube generation right, so I need to be handheld. Of I want like a tutorial. Like, remember that game Go Duke that you forced me to play?
2: Oh, I love Go.
3: <laughs> forced me. Look, I, I didn't. I didn't mind the game. I thought it was okay. Not my thing. But at least they gave me a tutorial Go. Right, this this yeah. game is a tutorial game and will guide you all the way through it so you win. And that's what I want with this. Like, because I didn't really know what I was doing. It's a card game, so it's got its own rules and. I was like, well, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. You can't just jump in and I didn't want to read. So I wanted it like a, a trial get like a tutorial game where I can just play it and then it'll stop me and say do this to do this. And yeah, that's all I wanted. But it looks nice for a card game. Yeah.
1: There you go. There you go. I mean, it's interesting because I mean we we cover a lot of twin stick shooters and sort of those types of games off the indie game. So I think it's nice that it's something that isn't a shooter or a platformer or something like that. Something a little bit different.
2: Uh, well, so something do, different. Yeah. What do you think, Jake? I don't know. I think it was... I, I think... With a lot of card games... Okay, there's this one called Dominion that we play. My The Duchess and I get together and we play it. And it's fun. It's like... It's sort of like magic in a way, only it's less annoying and it's less nerdy. So I like the fact that this is sort of trying to do that same kind of thing of like... You have cards. But in a way, I think – like I played the Magic demo, and I kept thinking, why would I want to play this as a card game when I could play as an actual sorcerer with real monsters instead of like card representations of the monsters? You know what I mean? It seems like Magic and Pokemon as card games – are card games because they're an approximation of the actual monster or magic fighting in, in card form. But it seems stupid to do that on a video games console when you can have the actual monsters or magic battle taking place. I don't know. I mean, the interesting thing
1: with this is it's not a card game I've seen before because a lot of the times you'll get sure. card games made into indie games. Yeah. But this appears to me to be a on its own. He's obviously made up the game himself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and i think that's quite cool i like it i think it's simple enough to get your head around to begin with but i like the fact he's put all these modifiers in so you can actually change the rules to how you want to play and i really like that and i think a lot of studying would be needed to see how complex it would make it but it seems very simple on the surface but i feel that you know if you put some of the modifiers on that would make it interesting and it's also you can have two players locally or play over xbox live as well so he's Incorporated it into, you know, to make it easy to play other people either, you know, on the same couch or, you know, actually on Xbox Live. And I like it, I like the simplicity of it, you know? Um, yeah. but just I, just
3: I, don't make me read things massive,
1: <laughs> massive chunk, No massive chunks, you know? Just... Look, look, if you went to play poker for the first time and you never played the game before, you'd have to read up before you want to play it, wouldn't you? The Best way to learn to play poker is to play it. Well, I'd lose loads of money. Well, oh,
3: you just play it like a funny, like the, the best way I all learned poker <laughs> is to play it.
2: The best way I learned cool. to play poker is to watch Rounders. Oh, the fellow That's also how I learned how to speak Russian. Want the cookie <laughs> Want the Cookie. <laughs> so yeah, it's I thought it was It's on the if- son of bitch all night long chick, chick, chick.
1: It was a nice departure for me. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just ignoring
2: him. Um That's all right, Christopher Matthew will get it. He's a good movie guy. Come you're on, let's see his connection. Oh, no. Give me a line from Rounders on the next show, dude. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Anyway, go on.
1: Yeah, I just thought it was a fairly nice departure, I personal thought, you know, for a sort of, you know, a game, you know, that we don't normally see on the indie game. So I thought it was nice to have something different for a change. Okay. Uh, before we move on, we have got loads of newsy type stuff, and I've got a couple of topics for us to discuss. We might not have time for egg timer topics this week. I thought we'd have a, a break from that for a week oh,
0: or so. Oh, man. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up.
1: Shut up, but we can save. We can save them. We can save. And <laughs> uh, what I want to move on to, obviously, we, about a month or so ago. Well he's probably Quite possibly One of the best Trailers for a game That I've ever seen L.A. Noire is brilliant Yeah which wasn't L.A. Noire ah. uh, Which was Dead Island And apparently It was made by a company In Scotland I believe Who actually no. again oh, It's not made by
3: Somebody in Scotland what No the trailer know? was The oh. trailer was Not the game The trailer oh, yep, carry
1: on. Yeah the, the actual trailer Was made I believe I could be wrong But I believe It was made by A company in Scotland I don't Scotland. know that
3: But uh, the, the game's made By Polish people wasn't it?
1: They are made by Polish people The <laughs> game itself
2: now, oh, yeah, I got like a screen door on the battleship. Ha, huh, like a screen door on a thing. <laughs> anyway, they sent a rocket to the, the moon. The
1: trailer looked really serious and really like cool and really awesome and like, oh, this is going to be a really serious type game, isn't it? You know, this, is the
2: game uh, nothing like that? Because that's what the you know. Brainy Gamer or the Experience Points people were saying. No. Nope. It is nothing. Nothing that like that at the all. T-
3: the tone t- of that trailer is absolutely nothing. The tone of the real. But game.
1: I'll tell you what, it got the attention it was required. That's yeah.
2: the thing is on the experience points. They were all like, "Well, maybe it's not a good trailer because it won't match up." I'm like, you know what? A trailer can stand on its own. Like, I think the Mad World trailer for Gears of War was a great trailer, even though I don't think that was really a fair trailer. You know what I mean? In terms of, like what you were gonna get. I don't know. I think it, no. I think it gave you some of the feeling of Gears. Also, ah, also
3: though, um. How many people were talking about Dead Island before? No
2: one. Yeah, exactly.
3: And so the trailer worked to that. they were, brilliantly yeah, I, 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 for one, am um, slightly disappointed that I won't get that kind of feeling in the game. But yeah. the game still looks fun. I think you'll get some of that feeling. I don't think it's I going to be totally be. No, there's no way they'd address that kind of thing.
1: I mean, the interesting... No, I mean, the stuff that they're going to do in the game is... Rather than sort of you know having weapons either and everywhere and guns and all that sort of stuff, apparently the the sort of weapons at the very beginning as you play. I mean, because basically the story is you can play as four different characters, and each character has their own backstory and uh, makes them a type of player. So one's like a tank type character, one's like stealthy, and so the girls the tank. I have no idea, but they've all got different traits. <laughs> they've all got different traits. Um, and basically, you've had a heavy drinking session and when you wake up in the morning in the hotel, the the island's overrun with zombies. Obviously, that weren't there the night before, from what I can gather. Um, and and basically, they, it, it's all very melee-focused um, and in the first part of the game, as you start playing the game, um, you, you're obviously given limited weapons, so there is a lot of you know, having to sort of scavenge around to find stuff to sort of fight with. And, and you're not going to get overrun too much at the beginning of the game with zombies. You know, you'll get odd ones rather than the masses uh, masses of them. So you get stuff like piping, nails, planks of wood, pretty much anything you can get your hands on, really, to use as a weapon. Uh, but obviously, as you get better, and you, there's a full ranking up system in the game, you know, so you can sort of get ranked up in the game. Uh, there's like an XP, there's like... Um, Obviously, uh, skill trees and stuff that you can sort of use, Uh, and then you'll get to, you know, obviously get special attacks and things, you sort of level up your characters, so there is a leveling up system, so I don't know how well that's going to work in the game. I mean, is it selling it to you? Is it something you're interested
3: in? Yeah, I think the game's going to be good, but, like, it's it's just going to piss a lot of people off. All right, Duke, you know San Andreas? Duke. Yes, I know San Andreas. Remember that game, San Andreas? What yes. bothered you about the stereotypes in San Andreas?
2: Uh, that it was all about, like, black people in the hood, and all they do is gangbang.
3: And eat chicken and stuff,
2: right? And eat chicken, and oh my god, there's that one scene where the guy's like, yo, I'm spilling my chicken, like, come exactly. on. Now, and then he's course, like a crack addict too, isn't he?
3: Spoilers. He's he, This guy, In this game, right, you play a, like, one of the characters, is a rapper, Right, oh, and he geez. just he and he's like just been hungover. He like the the interesting thing about the trailer was like he was a family, and you, this, you know you yeah, care yeah. about the people. This rapper, he's on his own for a start. He's of on his course. own. He doesn't care about anyone else in the island.
2: Yeah, he just
3: woke up from a hangover or from a rap tour he's doing, and he kills people. He says, "Take that, you bitch!" You know, like yeah, Look <laughs> that like motherfucker. Love yeah. the sand game, exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> it, to go from one extreme to the other, right. <laughs> You know, he's just. I don't know. Ah. It's a a different game. I
1: mean, the thing. I mean, right, okay. The one thing that interests me the most, above everything else, you know, that I know about this game, is that it's going to supposedly be completely load free. So there'll be no loading screens at all throughout the game as you're playing. I believe it when I see it. It will be a completely because it's a massive sort of island. There's like jungles, cave systems, inside buildings, outside buildings with no loading. So, what they're going for is this seamless sort of the action never lets up experience. So, you're never ever sort of not in the action. And if they pull that off, I will be very impressed. I mean, we we saw The Witcher two and how that worked from sort of going out of a massive castle into the open world with no loading, and it's only like a little thing, but it makes such a difference. And I think I think that'll be cool to see if they manage to pull that off because that's uh, it's, it's obviously one of the of things they're going worries.
3: for. And I remember talking to my mate, I was saying. You know, Call of Juarez had a ton of problems, and he went, no, it didn't, it was great. And I was like, no, it had a ton of problems. Bound in Blood was alright, the second one was, it was okay. A, it was an okay game. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it was a bad game, but I'm not saying... like When when I heard that it was the people that was making this game, I was like, there's no way they're going to achieve that, that tone. Because, you know, in Call of Juarez, there's moments where you, you tell people to, you know, shut up, and there's... No, the characters weren't very interested in it, and I was like, they can't pull that off. You know what I mean? They, they can't do that. I, I, I just didn't really have any... Like, the, the people that made Call of Warriors I didn't really trust them to make a game that I cared about the characters, because they hadn't done it before. But they can, yeah, make, a no, fun, no. They can make a fun game, but you know, I won't get invested in their characters. Cause,
1: no, yeah. I'm sure you won't, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's, it's going to be an interesting game. If they pull it off, like they say they're going to, I don't think, it. like you say, it's definitely not going to be game of the year, I don't think, in, you know, in, to any stretch of the imagination. But it could be fun. It could be definitely fun to play. Oh, yeah. It's just that
3: trailer, that trailer, that, 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 that supposed game doesn't exist. That trailer is just a standard. <laughs> no. uh, you know, that, that's just like a kind of hype machine. Um, what does exist is probably a fun game that will be enjoyable, uh, probably won't blow anything away.
1: Yeah, don't believe be, the high It is going to be four-player co-op, though, isn't it? I believe as well. So that could That's definitely add some interest. Yeah. Yeah, that no, should definitely add it's some it, interest. I don't know.
2: Four-player co-op zombie game? That sounds stupid. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, uh, that never work. <laughs> right, 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 right. It'll never work. It's a, it's a- it's a
3: video game. It's going to be a, a fun video game. It won't be an yeah, no, of art or anything. It's yeah.
1: definitely not going to be a, an intense, heavy story, that's for sure. No. That's sure. Okay, bending I did... Bending machines it, are a big part of my life. I
2: like when you reach into the vending machine to grab your candy bar. That flap goes up to block you from reaching up. That's a good invention. Before that, it was hard times for the vending machine owners. <laughs> what candy bar are you getting?
1: That one? And everyone on the bottom row? <laughs> there you uh, go. little um, match
0: for you. I know.
1: Match. Um... Yes, just just quickly. I did mention earlier that I had come across what's potentially another a great little game for PSN and, and Xbox 360 Live Arcade, Xbox Live Arcade, and it's called "There's No Time to Explain." Okay, okay. and and basically, Is that it's, like thirty second hero or whatever. It's well, it's sort of a time traveling game. Okay, thing. I like time travel. But it looks a bit like, uh, as it's really hard to explain what it looks like, it's a bit like Super Meat Boy Difficult. Uh, cross with Techno Kitten Adventure. So Duke, Duke
2: is out. <laughs> it's the best way to... Dude, uh, if it's difficult, Duke is out. Oh, it looks wait, wait, what are the two games that it combines? Uh, no, te- don't say <laughs> it! <laughs> and
1: Super Meat Boy, but it looks very, very clever. Now, at the moment, there is, again, no release date for this on the PlayStation uh, Network. And once what they've basically said is, if it does well on the PC, uh, the cash that they get from that will, you know, make them develop it for the other platforms. So if you've got a PC, buy this game, and then we can play it on the, on the 360 and PS3. The
3: PC you... game is never going, oh, you're there. I know. Uh,
1: it does look very cool. And basically, you have a weapon like a laser, and use that to blast yourself around the environments, but at the same okay. time, to get rid of bits of the environment to make pathways to get through. And it's a very cool little game. It's really hard to explain, but there's spikes everywhere. You obviously get killed a lot, and obviously there's a lot of precision needed to sort of and it make. It sounds like this. Wow. That was an interesting part. Um, so there you go. One to look out for. Again, uh, there's no time to explain, it's called. So have a look up on YouTube or whatever, and you'll find some uh, gameplay footage. And if it's your cup of tea, it may come. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Uh, yeah, something I do want. This one's for one for the fanboys. I've got one for the fanboys here. Uh, I know, one for the fanboys because we don't usually pander to fanboys but I thought we might as well do this Plus the Mitch
2: Hedberg fanboys Then I had a Gold M and I said, you want to buy a Gold M? And the dude said, no, what the fuck do I need a Gold M for? (laughs) Well, how about a Gold W? (laughs) Stop, trying to stop It wouldn't stop Sorry, go Uh, ahead
1: Yeah, so basically uh, the PS3 has uh, overtaken the 360 worldwide sales
2: Oh my goodness! It
1: has indeed, it has indeed, by about really? half Yeah, it has by about half a million. I ain't talking about that week. So worldwide, the, the, PS... Kinect, though? Based odds, the <laughs> PS3 has sold, well this was up till, you know, this may change, this was up till December last year, so the Connect ah. had at the end of December last year. Uh, but at that point, and apparently it's been steadily growing anyway. Uh, but yes, yeah, uh, 43.5 million PS3s have now been installed worldwide and 42.9 million 360s worldwide.
2: Do they grow? Do I need to like get a new shelf for my PS3?
1: You do, you so do. something like that.
2: Steadily. I don't, something that like that. Sound, uh, uh, well, apparently, like a... for the last
1: two years, it's actually been outselling the 360 sort of worldwide. Now, in America, the it's obviously very predominantly still the 360, and in the UK on its own, it's still predominantly the 360, but Europe and all those other countries, are, no one seems Japan. to be that. And Japan. It's, we ain't doing geometry, yeah. we try and play some games. It's obviously been selling much, much better than anyone really realised, and I think it's quietly done it, you know, everyone's just like, oh, it's the 360's always I don't going think to, it's quality, yeah, yeah. It? I, don't, I
3: think everybody knows that the PS3's been yeah. doing well the last yeah. year or
2: so.
1: It does, so yeah. So there you go. So for all you fanboys, now you can start arguing which is best again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And our next uh, play uh, p- play date is going to be on the PS Triple. Good. Good and there to you really. go. We'll uh, for our the PS Triple. Fans. Oh, can I ask? Can I ask? Are we going to have a conduit two one then? No. <laughs> not, no. What do you mean? No. I'm not doing no conduit two play date. <laughs> you want to have a wee play date? You get your own. <laughs> do it. Go uh, ahead. Talking of play, the Wii,
3: what we playing on the PS3.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you till the end of the show. You'll have to tune in. I don't even know, folks. Oh, you'll
1: have to wait. <laughs> uh, talking of the Wii, uh, that has sold 75 and a half million worldwide. So no, that's... it hasn't. No, it has. <laughs> Sorry, I just felt like saying that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, unfortunately, the Get Wii, is still the biggest seller, uh, but it's, it's losing. It's lo- a,
2: why is that unfortunate?
1: Well, you know, because it's not a real gaming console, is it? Whatever. Sort of.
2: I mean, look, I don't play the Wii. I don't like the Wii, but it doesn't... Look, I don't...
1: Developers have given up on it now.
2: Okay. You know, especially
1: Nintendo. Okay. You know, that's I don't
2: understand why that means it's unfortunate that well... the,
1: there are a lot of Wiis sold. I guess it, it isn't, but you know it doesn't matter. But you know, it, I don't know.
2: I like to make ourselves feel superior, playing uh, different uh, kinds of games.
1: Well, I, I play, play games on everything. I need like to you. finish Mario Galaxy. Uh. I know there are good games on there, but they're only. I don't. I don't finish games on the way. Um, anyway, bit of news for you, Ginny. Here, you might be interested. Hello, <laughs> are no. Uh, back to the... <laughs>
2: you're like the dude in Dragon Age, enchantment, <laughs> Enchant- enchantment. <laughs> L.A. <laughs> <L>. L.A. <laughs> hey, Surface Lizard, you suck. That guy's awesome. Surface Lizard was hating on that guy on the phone. I know. What well, come you? on. You know. That, uh, run that sound now.
1: Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Part one. Part one. Uh, is free on the PC and Mac to play, so you can install the first episode for free on your PC. So there you what go. What you say
2: about Mac games?
1: I know. Yay. So, Chinny, you going to do this? Get it for free? Whole episode? Say, sorry, I didn't hear a word you said. Wow, what were you doing? I was looking at the <laughs> what were you Back doing? Back to the no, Future it was... free. And it's for you. It it's for you. Well, like... Back to the
3: Future free. For what? On
1: where? Uh, on the PC. Oh uh, no! Look, it's free. You might as well Come on, download run it.
3: The What's PC. the point? Like, you'll be oh, able
1: to run. Ah, about... oh, sure. what PS3 game? Have you got a PS3? No, but it's free. It's what... No, but you'll be able to run that. It's not like heavy oh. graphics or anything. No. Try it. What are you got to lose? do not running it. Hey,
3: I will. I don't mind paying for Back to the Future. I don't mind paying for it on the PS Triple.
1: Look, you can try it for free, though, for to start with, the whole episode.
3: In chunk? Or... Yeah, but if I buy the whole thing on the PS3... I'll get well, it might that. be worth...
1: It might be worth waiting, because you might put the first episode for free on the on the PS3 as well to give you a taster. You know, it might be worth waiting. might be worth waiting. I don't know. What am I going to do? Um... Okay. And then the last thing Justin mentioned, uh we've got a few more we've got a few more details for from Dust, which I still think is going to be really cool. Enchantment. A really cool game. Um and basically it's it's a bit like lemmings with real people. Basically. Um there's like a story. And Lemmings are real people. Well, they are they are, but you 've got to avoid you 've got to stop them from getting killed you 've got you 've got to get them from point A to point B by adapting the landscape and building bridges and all sorts of really weird and cool stuff so that's that 's what you 've got to do to get them from one place to another to obviously get to where they need to go um i don 't know it looks very cool i 've got to say i 've got to say and then then there's some story stuff and you you have to unlock the knowledge of their peoples and I don't know. I'm. I'm thinking this might be cool. You know, it really might be I, cool. I like the look of it. Yeah,
3: I like the look of it. I think it's looking good.
1: Yeah, I think. I think we need games like this. We're so busy playing the same things over it's and sort over. sort of RTS style, not. isn't it? No, yeah,
3: we are not, not, we are not playing the same games. Over, sorry, well, maybe. to a certain
1: extent, know. we are. Oh, oh.
3: We, we are, are though, not we? playing the same games. <laughs> we are. Though, <laughs> though.
1: We are eating
2: the same enormous sandwich. I know,
1: yeah. Whew. Um. No, we played lots of first-person Duke, shooters. Duke, what, what was the last game you played? Duke,
2: what was the last game you played again? Machinarium.
3: Okay. Stu, what was the last game you played? Uh, Yakuza 4. And I'm playing Homefront. So, completely different game. Shut up. Yeah, well... You know what? I'm, yeah, but y- I just stopped all y- over y- here. Y- I just stopped old. <laughs> Winning!
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Um... But yeah, I, I think you should... Got... See what it's,
3: See that people... Podcast people, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening there, she just got olden. He doesn't know what to do. He's like, oh, no. Like that. Oh, it's odin Oh, yeah. So
1: basically, okay. So basically, uh, in the game as well, there'll be like relics that your villagers can study. Okay? And if they study relics, yeah, they gain like new powers that can either be like passive powers, so like, you know, sort of an effect that's there all the time to protect them from sort of, you know, like, I don't know, lava or, you know... Thunderstorms, who knows? Uh, or there'll be stuff that you can actually use. You know, and this, it, it looks a bit like Pikmin, but with people, you what? know, there's gonna be lots of dangerous Yay!
3: stuff. To, yeah, to get yeah! to Where's Pikmin three? Yeah. I oh,
1: no. Yeah. I think it's gonna be cool. I really do think this is it does look good. No, it, good. it does good. it does, it does look good. Interesting um, arty farty game. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I think it'll be alright. I don't think... I just wonder how much weight it has. You know what I mean? Like, will I get bored after... I don't
1: know. I think it depends
3: on sort of what sort how much of... How is there to do? That's what I want to know. Yeah, maybe.
1: what sort of missions you're going to have and what the varied... You know, how varied they are all. Will it be different every time just because of the way the game works, you know, and the fact that you've got to... You know, presumably do, you, there'll be multiple ways of doing the same task, I guess, you know, because of how you decide to change right, the I think you're
3: giving it way too much credit there.
1: I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think it'll be an interesting little... I, I think it's going to be a sort of past the time sort of not think about it too much, but maybe you will. Who knows? I
3: could see, see Duke getting into it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Duke could definitely get into this. I think he'd like
3: it. Sure, Duke. You all let's talk. Enchantment. Enchantment.
1: There you go. There you go. <laughs> who'd really have, known, who'd have known what his soundboard looked like, I tell you?
2: <laughs> it's, um, it's a blinding insight. It is.
3: I like that, because I mean, you had a
2: picture of Chad Wardle on the Chad Wardle
1: He did, he did. It's just, it was me just thinking it was just a like, a button that he just pressed and random stuff happened.
2: Oh no, it's all laid out, man.
1: Who'd have known? Who'd and have...
2: you know the border on all my soundboards? It's... black. There
1: you go. Black. Ah, there you go. Now before... Before we sort of go to Surface Lizard this week, he is really back this week as he goes. It, it, well, I think it's him anyway. It could be, who knows. We hello, darling. We think it's him. Uh, but Quanrian, although he isn't here, he did send us a, a topic to discuss. It is not a time topic, but a normal topic, he says. Okay. And th- and this is what he asked. He said, um, th- what do we think of traditional PC games slowly moving on to the consoles? And has it had a detrimental effect and a lesser product than it had have been had it only been on the PC? So mm. to get it on the consoles, has it sort of had to be dumbed suffered. down in effect? Has it suffered, has it suffered, yeah. suffered as a result? Um, so what do we think? I mean, do, do we think this is true? I mean, we know, you know, obviously Crysis, Crytek, they said they would never be able to run, you know, the engine on the on the PS3 or the 360, and lo and behold, they did. Ta-da. Um I've seen lots of complaints on forums from Crisis 2 players saying that it's rubbish because obviously it had to be made on the console, so that the graphics aren't as great as they should be. And oh, PC fanboys are cool. saying
3: that. I mean.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of that out
3: there. Fuck them. PC fanboys, fuck them. <laughs> oh, you did it. I mean, any fanboys, though, fuck them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Shut up. let's be honest here. Right?
3: Shut up, fanboys. Okay, okay. Let's be Just. honest. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Five
1: years is a long time in technology. Do we agree? Yeah. Five yeah. years is a long time in technology.
2: Uh huh. Technology.
1: The 360 and, and fi- the PS3 are pretty much five years old, or maybe a bit more. If you've well, Yeah, 360s old. Though. Yeah, they're built to last. But there, there, will come a point where you know they, they can only push it so far. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we you know, said
2: last time, do they need to keep pushing it? Well, it yeah, depends. You said there's no real reason to make <laughs> I, it better. It depends. I think it de- Oh, now it depends. Oh. Here we go. Uh, the earth has turned a little bit, so uh-huh. now Stu has a totally different opinion.
1: Now, Cliffy B, <laughs> I think it's Cliffy B, Epic, Mark Rains.
3: <laughs> I heard the same interview. Shut up. <laughs>
1: hey, what are you saying? I haven't. You be quiet. What? What you did t- Tell us. What are you saying?
3: Said so the the engine... It says they 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 want it to happen, like um because Unreal want it to happen, Epic wanted it to happen because that's how they make most of their money is selling their engine. Right? Unreal three engine, very successful engine, very good engine. Um made a lot of money for Epic, right? And Cliffy B said, um, well, we want like we, they kind of heard at Epic people saying, "Oh, we don't need more consoles anymore. Like it's it's slowing down, diminishing returns, all this." And Cliffy B says, "We need to show them why they need new consoles because if they don't have new consoles, they can't make new engines. They can't make more money. So they made a tech demo, uh, the Samaritan or something like. That, or something what was it called? I can't remember now. It was something me. like that anyway. And it was it was a very impressive piece of." Uh, tech and it was, they was doing lots of things. It looked nice. There was lots of shadowing effects and yeah, like, all that kind of stuff. I mean, like, it it, didn't, it wasn't like the like from eight bit to sixteen bit, but it was very impressive. It looked very good. And he said, like, not even high end PCs can do that now. You know, the, like the stuff that went on to run that in real time, a high end PC that like, you could you couldn't buy one that could do that right now. Um. So, they, they, from their standpoint, from a business standpoint, they're saying they need new consoles because they need to make more money. And are, are, I'm sure that graphics could improve, you know, could get better. Um, but he's looking at it as a business model. Now, I think Clifford B is a very clever man. Um, he's very good at what he does. Um, but like, I, I couldn't help but think that he's thinking of it as a very, a very much a business model. I know, yes, we do. Graphics can get better. Graphics can, games can look better, but we don't need it. Like, graphics are still okay. looking great.
1: They are okay. Let's look at it from a different sort of angle. Okay, so if we, if we do take something like Dragon Age uh, Two, for instance, and I haven't played it, I can only go off what obviously a lot of other people have said about it. But lots of people have said there's a lot of sort of areas being recycled for different missions and quests. Uh, which I know Murphy complained about. He said he went to the, I think he said he went to the docks about three times to do three different missions, but it was in the same areas. Mm. Now, is that because it was developed for the console instead of being, you know, developed for the PC originally? Because obviously the original Dragon Age was a lot more open. There was a lot more areas, and that was initially developed on the PC for as a PC game now, and then well, you ported talk about
3: Dragon Age because I listened to another interview with the lead developer of um Dragon Age and he was talking about how they kind of based like they centralized the whole story of Dragon Age 2 into one city and they they talked about GTA and how GTA does it yeah and they That's took they, they took a risk they emitted like they changed things, like it's not about the world anymore, it's about the character, it's about that story. It's not about the the set piece and Yeah, you know. but in
2: the first one the the character had a lot to do with the world. I mean, well, I don't know. I were it. from different parts of the world and their interaction had a lot to do with why the, how they interacted and where they were from.
3: But he seemed to think that like we, we wanted, like, a, what's wrong with it happening in the same city? Like, he, he talked uh, about GTA. He said, like,
2: yeah, there's nothing really wrong with having it in the same city, I'd say. And GTA get away with using the same place already.
1: Okay, right? okay, let me put another thing in the pot here. Okay. We saw the demo for The Witcher 2, and I mentioned it earlier. Where you were in the castle, you know, and you did these huge missions and you were escaping, etc., and then you get to the door, you know, to get out of the castle. And rather than open the door and then get loading screen, you obviously you can walk straight through the door into the world outside. Okay. And like I said earlier, it's only a small thing. But what did we say to each other when we came out of that sort of viewing of that?
3: That coming on the console?
1: Exactly. That was the first comment we both said that that would never happen on the console because it hasn't got the power to do that. Yeah. Because the amount of buffering needed to, you know, and sort of RAM and cache.
2: But that's not about graphics. Do that. That's about processing power.
1: Exactly. But that's in the, that's. I never said it. it was about graphics. I never mentioned uh, graphics. But what's the argument? It's about yeah. the whole well, you just thing. Said. You're talking about The eight.
2: argument is that we all should pay $600 more for a new console so we don't have to wait 30 seconds for it to load. No, no, but that's just an example. That's <laughs> just a single Better example. Better graphics and we don't have to wait 30 seconds for it to load.
3: But be I, all- we, I, I do believe that we'll get another set of consoles, right? Because uh, I, I think the, the, the kind of thing that needs to happen is not, like, it looks pretty. But the, the things what Stu's talking about with the Witcher like, Yeah, like, definitely. Quickly. But I don't. Okay, Crisis 2, right? Crisis. The first one, a lot of people say it looks great. Oh, I run a console. The game, from what I read, wasn't that great. It's
1: it's a huge, it's a bit like, I mean, Just Cause, it's a bit like, it's a huge open world. Well, I've never heard anyone of of say,
3: oh, it's a brilliant game. It's so good. You're so missing out. I've just heard it. it looks great, right? From what it's I okay.
1: It's exactly like that. It I mean, I've, I have played a little bit of it. When my and, computer still worked.
3: You know, I, I'm sure that Crisis Two looks great. Probably not as good, but the single player, are, you know, looks more interesting to me than the first one did. Yeah, and I, I don't think, think... Crisis Two is suffering from Crisis One. I don't I think, think it's th- doing a lot better than it yeah. was.
1: I don't think Crisis Two has been changed so it can run on a console. I think Crisis Two—they've tried to tighten up the narrative and make it a more. Sort of story driven experience in the it's first. All yeah.
3: Cinematic. It's, yeah. So I don't think it's that, that much is. too focus on how it looked and what. what they was bragging about it, like, saying, oh, you need a high end PC, and then it didn't sell anything. And it was well, like, that made it work.
1: True. It, it sort of had about over a million illegal downloads. Exactly. So it's like, it didn't sell because because people didn't want to play it. It didn't sell because people just got it from. You've this
3: on the show before PC gamers killed PC gaming. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and yeah. that's reason it? it's now on. So if they want to complain, I guess that'll soon. Be. But yes, no, I, I mean coming back to what we were talking about, I don't, I don't, I think moving to the consoles is definitely having a detrimental effect on maybe the. the I don't think sca- so. I think
3: Dragon Age Two is different because of Mass Effect, not because of the, it's on the console.
1: Yeah, I agree. I would love to play games, though. Yeah, would... I think
2: that's probably true.
1: Yeah, I would love to play games with no loading screens and, and stuff Dragon like that, rather H- than... Yeah,
3: I would, but that, that that's not the argument. I think yeah. that Dragon Age 2 is the game it is because Mass Effect was so successful on the PC as well as the consoles, right? And they started Origins before like, uh, Mass Effect 2. It was like six years in development, something. it's crazy. And it was before that whole Mass Effect model came around. And they went, well, we won't make two more like Mass Effect because that was that did better. And it was easy to make, and it was quicker. Or, I don't know. We know how to do that now. I, I think Dragon Age 2 is the way it is because of Mass Effect, not because it's on a console.
1: No, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, PC gamers who would argue with yeah. you. Yeah,
3: well, come on, then. Come here.
1: You know, I'm, I'm sure they Effect's Oh,
3: don't. <laughs> Mass Effect's
1: no, fault.
3: No, no, no. It's not on. Ooh, it's on, all right. It's Mass Effect's fault. It's so not... you're
1: blaming Mass Effect, are oh, you? Yeah. yeah, It's
3: the, the re- if people don't like Dragon Age 2, it's Mass Effect's fault. That, that's why they followed the Mass Effect uh, blueprints. Yeah.
2: Hey, if it ain't broke, man.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the other interesting thing, I guess, um, you know, is, is sort of the modding thing, really. I'd still love to see that come into the consoles.
2: No,
1: uh, I know, I know.
2: Well, to be fair, there are modded consoles, but that's yeah. not what you No,
1: that's not what I mean.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, that was so funny. Uh, that's not what I mean. Re- <laughs> oh, you yeah. left that going, long. I know,
2: yeah. <laughs> it gets funnier the longer you leave it.
1: And I, I think, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, for me, you know, I mean, we go on a lot about, you know, and I said in my email to the Overseas Connection, you know, what... What makes you keep? You know, because obviously all game companies are worried about you selling your game on, and then it, obviously they're not getting any money when it gets sold second-hand, etc., etc. You know, they hate game tradings and stuff. And my answer to them is, you know, if if they allowed stuff like modding on, you know, on the console to make mod maps or make mod missions or whatever it may be, yeah. you know, that would stop people selling. There was always that's new... more in the hands yeah. of like
3: Microsoft as well. Yeah, definitely. Of, especially with the Xbox. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think
3: but, I mean, PC yeah. gaming, like. It's. I think Steam has saved it a lot. Uh, yeah. You know, Steam has a lot of don't people. forget
2: GOG.com. Yeah,
3: and <laughs> you, I don't know if you say that in jest, but I think you see it. Like, I think that's an absolute no, fair comments. It it's you know they they've done a great service with that. Uh, yeah. Just PC gaming and console gaming are just two different worlds now. Like they're so kind of different. Yeah. And I mean, what, my friend is a massive PC gamer, and I have no idea what he's playing. He plays some weird shit. Starcraft two. You no, know, I know what that is. I mean, I'd love to play that game, but you know, I just I can't afford to play games on my PC. It's ridiculously expensive. So well, I, I, I don't think any. I don't. The think games the
1: game... are cheaper, but the money you need for the PC to play them are a lot more.
2: Well, not always. The, the I mean, the argument about let's play classic old games at GOG.com com. The,
3: yeah. the argument that <laughs> games are suffering because they're being ported over to the consoles. Now that that should mean that the console games that I'm playing are, are not very good because they're being bastardized. Well. I don't see any of that. What what, what other games are suffering? Like all The games that I play, that are on the, like, uh, that are on the, the, the PC as well, are forming like Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, you know?
1: I think, uh, okay. What,
3: I, what's being sacrificed? I don't get it.
1: I don't think games are suffering from necessarily from being, you know, as, like the console is the lead platform to develop on. I think the more suffering from greedy publishers who want the game out as soon as possible to make the most money back in the shortest space of time, and that's what I think is is sort of making games suffer because they have these sort of development windows that the you know they're given by the publisher and they say right this is when this game has to be out and they'll obviously rush to make our deadline, but necessarily...
3: I'll leave out the PC, yeah.
1: Leave stuff out that maybe they would have put in had they had more... You know, a company like Valve, you know, they will make a game, and it will come out when it's ready. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how long it takes to come. You I know, learned that the,
3: the, the, ter- the, the whole name of their company is based on that philosophy. Yeah. they yeah. they can release the Valve whenever they want. They can eat, they can... Exactly. And I was, I was, I was like, ah, oh, that's what that means. But they... they, they The whole company's name is is about, like, we can do what we want. Like, we want to make games as good as that we can make them and not worry about time.
1: We
2: control the Valve.
1: And Bethesda, to a certain extent, with the first part... We control
2: the Bethesda.
1: You know, interestingly, with Bethesda, I think they've done a really clever thing, to, to a certain extent, in the last few years. Because of becoming a publishing company as well as a developer they've been able to obviously make money to develop the games they want to make and take the time they want to make them rather than feeling pressurised into getting it out, you know, by publishing other games and making money off them. And I think that's a really clever way of, of running a company,
3: mm-hmm. you
1: know, for developing, because then they can concentrate. Well, they,
3: got, they took on id Software, right? They, they... Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, there's rage coming that's coming under Bethesda Softworks, isn't there, and what have you. So, I I think that's, I mean, there there are those few companies out there that aren't, that are still independent companies in a way. You know, like Valve's independent, and obviously, you know, they can take the time they need to get, you know, the game will be ready when it's ready, and, you know,
3: to a certain extent. The only argument that I can see with this is that if I was a PC gamer, the thing that I would be pissed off about is that most PC games that are like AAA games, uh, come out later. Yeah. You know, they come out, like Red Dead Redemption came out about three months after. Assassin's Creed uh, only came out, Brotherhood came out a month ago, I think. You know, and it's, that would piss me off. Okay. Uh, So at this point, we have got... Thanks, Kwame for the topic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kwame uh, I hope. You know, what we should do. We should have Quanery on like every week to talk about we, something talk about a game or something. something that not everybody talks about, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that like, idea. I
2: Is there a certain kind of game on the Xbox it's, that he could come like to
3: games about? that people develop on themselves so called indie games? Yeah, that's an idea. I heard of those. I like that. Yeah, uh, we'll have to ask
1: him. Have to ask. <laughs> No, we shouldn't make jokes. We shouldn't make jokes. So. No, I'm not, not jokes. Not I'm not making jokes. I like it
3: at his expense. We wanted to come I'm back. Pining for
1: the fjords. We miss, fjords. We miss I you. Mean for the Quanrian. Yeah, we miss you, man. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, time for Surface Lizard. Surface Yay. Lizard is back and he's telling us about something again. Hello, darling. Hello, darlings. Thank you.
2: I'm you sorry. Know, that never
1: gets, never gets old. That. It
2: never gets old. It's hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's hear him. What's he going to say?
4: Grief and misery, names and woes, debts and taxes, and so it goes. Life gets tasteless, don't it? My hobby is stuffing things. Hello, darlings. Surface Lizard here. The man who put the ding in the ding-along ling-long. Firstly, I'd like to apologise for my absence last week from the show. As you may have gathered, I wasn't really in what be considered my finest fettle. I had an incident in which my testicles were savaged by some squirrels in the local park, and as you can imagine from man of my fragile psych, the trauma of this was immense indeed. I'm only now able to walk without incredible discomfort, and I'm still waiting for my fertility results to be returned back. But, more importantly than my severed knackers, I was exploring the regions of my attic last weekend and I found my old PlayStation on a box of games. I set up the old grey box, popped in the disc, and spent an hour returning to the past 1996 with Resident Evil. As scary as it was then, not really. And more importantly, when I started the game, it reminded me that I was about to return to the world of survival horror. I stopped to think, actually, what the hell is survival horror? When you think about it, Surely, the whole point of horror is to survive, as it is with almost any game you would ever care to play, but we don't find ourselves enjoying the subgenre of survival racing game, or survival FPS, or survival date simulation. So, how come survival horror? What is it that typifies and defines this subgenre? No one probably has ever cared about this question but me, but it's my slot and I can be as indulgent as I like until Stu just cuts me out completely. More crucially still, it seems that survival horror is about as dead as the zombies you spend half of your time running away from. Survival horror, then, is about vulnerability. Not that kind of bearded, hippie, kaftan wearing support group nonsense. I mean real, physical, lonely vulnerability. The lost cause of a single protagonist ...without weapons or skills or training in a hostile, dark, alien situation... ...not knowing what's going on and forced to explore, avoid and solve caustically patronising puzzles... ...in order to progress, normally involving crests or other such ornaments. Crucially, most crucially perhaps for the demographic who plays these things... ...in a lot of these games you get to play as a young girl in a short skirt... I'm citing the example of Silent Hill 3, Clock Tower 3, Haunting Ground, the Project Zero games, and probably countless others that never even came to our shores. One of the key problems with survival horror is it's very difficult to be scared when the voice acting sounds like someone's just been given us a suppository and then asked to try and sound emotional. Like this from Resident Evil, for example. Let's search for him separately. I'll check the dining room again.
0: Okay, I'll try the door on the opposite side. This mansion is gigantic. We could get into trouble if we get lost. We should start from the first floor, okay? And... Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you.
4: Thanks. Maybe I'll need it. Whoa! This hall is dangerous! Or, perhaps, even better, my all-time favourite house of the dead too don't know but it's very similar to the 1998 Curian case james go and prevent the confusion in the city gary go and prevent the confusion in the city let's meet at sunset bridge we're counting on you james it's like they're inviting me in i've been waiting for you friends goldman do you know what you're doing I'm fully aware of what I'm doing. Can't you see? Man committed a sin, disturbing the life cycle of nature. Part of the appeal of survival horror is the psychology of the whole thing. Part of the narrative thrill comes from piecing together the events often in an aftermath from convenient notes left littered around. All of which, of course, makes perfect sense when you consider that your town's being overrun by zombies. What do you do? Do you run and seek shelter? Of course you don't. You sit and you write a series of very badly written notes about your regrets or your favourite dog, then leave them on the floor somewhere for a rogue adventurer to find. Perhaps one of the finest things that defines the concept of survival horror is that they borrow very heavily from existing horror film tropes. Anyone who's played the Silent Hill game will remember the very unsettling, angled camera perspectives that really threw off your perception of where you were meant to be going. And also, sound cues as well. Off-screen noises that are meant to drag your attention, and sometimes even distract you from the real horror that comes from exactly where you don't expect it. Anxiety and uncertainty are two key watchwords of the survival horror experience. At no point should you ever feel comfortable or at peace. Also like all good cinema, survival horror borrows wonderfully from the concept of the set piece. I remember the first time I played Resident Evil. I was walking down the corridor and suddenly one of the zombie dogs burst through the window, utterly unexpected. And for many people that's a defining horror moment in games. You could be unbearably pretentious and you could even trace back the concept of survival horror to Doyen, such as H.P. Lovecraft, whose whole work, his mythos, was based upon cosmic futility and a very insignificant mankind facing forces he could barely comprehend, let alone defeat. There were never any guns in Lovecraft's work, just a looming feeling of utter insignificance and the almost inevitable threat of insanity looming on the horizon. Insanity is a key thing a lot of characters in these experiences, especially young girls, who seem to confront the supernatural and life-threatening terrors with absolute aplomb. Whether they're high on some kind of substance, or whether they're just made of steel, I don't know. But a lot of people in these situations don't display any fear whatsoever. Games like Eternal Darkness and Haunting Ground utilized a sanity concept, where the more scared you became, the more unraveled events became in the game, which was a perfect way... ...to represent the situation at hand. The genre was progressing brilliantly... ...all the way through the early parts of the 2000s... ...until one very distinct game... ...blundered in like a drunk fat uncle of the party... ...and just about ruined everything. That being Resident Evil 4. Oh dear, oh dear, you floppy-haired fop, Leon S. Kennedy. Now, please don't misunderstand me. Resident Evil 4 is one of the finest action games ever made... But the clue is in the description. It's an action game. It's not a horror game. It could have been any other well-crafted third-person shooter. It just happened to be part of the Resident Evil canon. It appeared that the Resident Evil series had decided to abandon the survival horror route that so flourished it. And the games industry, being nothing but one colossal bandwagon of profit on the whole, decided to follow suit. So, other games appearing following the Resi, for example, decided also to de-emphasize the horror and the psychology, and instead go for guns and headshots. Rather perversely, the genre conventions were demolished by the very game and series of games that built them up in the first place. What a wonderful circle of life, as Elton John may have sung about. And from that point, the tidal wave of feces just kept on coming. Such as the absolute horrors of Alone in the Dark, horror for all the wrong reasons, and the equal atrocity that was Silent Hill Homecoming. Games that barely deserved to belong to their heritage. They were so lost in the woods of their own conception. Which brings us to Dead Space, and Dead Space 2. Surely the saviour of survival horror, they say. Ah, no. True, Isaac Clarke is an everyman figure caught in an alien situation wading through the aftermath of the Ishimura disaster. But there's one significant and vital difference. Like the masterful fear before it, Dead Space is an action game with horror trappings sewn on. It's not a survival horror game. They've just degenerated to the level of scary action games, There's no real vulnerability in the game, and thus the core point of survival horror is completely removed. It's very difficult to feel vulnerable on your behalf, or for Isaac, when you're tooled up with the first-rate military armour with laser cutters, explosives, plasma rifles, line beams. If a horrifying necromorph starts lumbering towards you with its gaping maw, dripping blood, you don't need to run and hide or consider how to survive. You just whip out your gun, shoot off its limbs and stomp on its head all the while, reveling in the gore of the situation. That's not horror, in any way. That being said, if you're willing to go off the beaten track slightly and get away from the EA franchise chart horror syndrome, there are some absolutely incredible experiences still out there. Anyone who's got a PC and Steam really deserves to spend the money on a copy of Amnesia The Dark Descent. Similarly, the Panumbra games, also on the PC and available via Steam, capture the basic ethos. If you play Amnesia by yourself in a darkened room with headphones on for a couple of hours, the whole thing ends up feeling like a kind of psychological cranial rape. That's how much tension the game builds up, almost by nothing happening, but nothing happening in such a brilliant, measured, horrifying way as to be artistic in its application. No guns, no zombies, no headshots, and no short skirts. All good apart from maybe the latter. So developers, pick up a book, read some H.P. Lovecraft, reinvent survival horror, and take it back. Because these things do sell, and these things are very popular. Give us a world where we are as fragile as a Ming vase, or a pop idol's ego. Give us a world where fear and dread is abstract and omnipresent. Give us experiences we can never begin to arm ourselves for, psychologically or physically. Unsettle us by tearing down what we even consider to be reality, without any of that tawdry cyberpunk matrix crap. What you survive in survival horror shouldn't be the monsters, or the zombies, or the appalling controls. It should be the fear itself. Right, I'm off to watch 1992's masterful Ghost Watch. And scare myself brown. Surface Lizard, signing out. Be seeing you. Because when I think of all the things I've got to do, I just get depressed. <sighs> and I'd rather go to bed, so good night. I'm a great big old Hector saying good night.
1: Okay, so uh, there we go. Uh, surface Lizard telling us all about survival oh. horror games. Survival horror. Survival horror Alright,
2: I got some things to say.
1: I've got a few things to say as yeah, well. Yeah. Me uh, first. You first. I haven't go. had a
2: chance to talk in a while. Well, you,
1: you go for it. <laughs>
2: All right, first of all, I am the master of unlocking.
1: Oh, I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was one sound effect. Oh, another sound effect. He, oh, dude, the music in the back. I love it. Nine Inch Nails, A Warm Place. Freaking magnificent. This is from the same album, although it's not nearly as sweet and beautiful. Do you ever actually
1: listen to what he talks about?
2: No, of course not. That was (laughs) one of the best albums that Trent Reznor ever made before Ghosts. So I I was very happy to see he used that music. That was good. And also... At one point, Surface Lizard's talking about the circle of life. The circle of life is like a Geordie Blow. <laughs> attempting to tell people about something, but then he doesn't, and he tells them about something else, and then something else on top of that, but then he said he'll get back to the, what he was originally talking about. That's <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> oh, Ross <laughs> Noble. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. That's,
2: I had nothing to say about what he actually said. You know oh, that, but he you, was dissing the on. Matrix. Hey, Service quit dissing the Matrix. Uh,
3: yeah. uh, you know, Ross Nobles, you know I've actually spoke to him on the phone?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah?
2: On the phone? I didn't know about that. I thought you said you met him at a concert. No, no, I spoke to him on the phone.
3: No, Torabe a at a concert.
1: Uh, huh. So what do you speak speak to him on that the phone? He was like, talking about how your
2: yeah. name sounds yeah. like it should be Chinese. What what are you are you going to, like, that's
1: it, yeah, yeah we're going like this down the phone to him?
2: Uh, he
3: said, um, uh, No, no, not like when you were right. talking to Tom Bissell. What are you um, wearing?
4: Tom, do you want to play
3: today? He looked at my picture and he says, Your name's Chin, but you don't look vaguely Chinese. Like, <laughs> so I was like, Wow. Don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can probably tell. That might not be a piano. That might be helping John
1: just fighting off a couple of angry midgets.
2: <laughs> All right. What were we talking
1: about? Survival uh, horror, right? Survival horror. So basically, yeah. so basically what Surface Lizard was alluding to was that there are no true survival horror games anymore.
2: Yeah, whatever.
1: So is what he's saying is there isn't anymore. I was never any bothered
2: anymore? about it. What about – I know he mentioned uh, d- Dead Space, but what was his beef? He says it's not a survival I, horror the thing. game. That's Surface Lizard, I love you, dude sometimes we could use a a a, a communique from you where at the end of it we're not totally baffled by what you said i i don't agree
1: with him this week i think yes they're, they're not in the same sense as they were originally you know survival horrors were different back in the day but i think some of that was a limitation of the consoles they were on so they had to sort of work around what was available but then i don't to me you know whether he says it or not, I, when I play Dead Space or Dead Space 2, I feel totally on edge playing it, and I do feel very vulnerable, and I do feel like I could die at any second when the next Necromorph comes running around the corner and kills me. Him saying you become completely overpowered is, I don't think, true at all. I think you get to that point where you do feel a little bit more... Yeah, I not overpowered. No, stronger than you possibly do normally, but... I, I still think, I mean, and, and to say Resident Evil 4 isn't, again, survival horror, I remember playing that. It's horrible to play when you're in some shack and there's all zombies crowding outside trying to chase you with an axe or a chainsaw. When that chainsaw dude comes out, I mean, I'm not being funny, but that's awful, some dude trying to chase you down with a chainsaw. I would not agree,
2: so bad. I would agree. <laughs> I if would you agree really Res- love him, then you'll let him chase you.
1: Resident Evil 5 became more action but I think 4 still was more survival horror ish. I, I get what he's saying. You know, he's sort of talking about things being isolation and sort of not really having much in the way of weapons. And See, that's
2: the thing. And he mentioned Amnesia, didn't he? Yeah. Which I have, I'm interested in playing. I will be probably giving that a try soon. But that's the thing is that there's something to be said. And I've said this about um, Dead Space versus. Uh, fear, like there's something to be said for the atmosphere of Dead Space, which yeah. may or may not mean that it's actual survival horror. I mean, I, I think there's something to be said for the fact that there's two different kinds of survival horror, yeah. and there's the kind that like creeps under your skin and really gets to you in terms of like how you feel related to this world you're in. Which I don't think Dead Space is. I think Dead Space is like you're you're really ang- you're really nervous about getting taken out at any moment. You know what I mean? And that's different from. The sense that something's going to like enter your soul and eat it from inside, and so that's fine. But but I don't I don't really have. I I think you know I don't
1: think, and I think this applies to every type of game these days. We can't pigeonhole a game into one genre or another because they all cross over. You know, you've got elements of survival horror, you've got elements of action, but you might have more of one than the other. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, you know, something like Call of Duty's got elements of an RPG, but it's still a first-person shooter. It's not an RPG game, is it?
3: But you I may know, be playing saw, them, uh, Cliffy B was arguing about... Um, he, was, he was playing Duke Nukem, yeah. on his Twitter, and he was saying, like, he got a fr- to throw around poo and everything. Uh, and he says it's, it's it's nice to play some puzzle elements in a first-person shooter. Uh, since He hasn't done that since Half-Life, like Half-Life yeah. games. And then people were saying, "Dude, Portal, you know what about Portal? What about Bioshock?" He says, "No, Portal's Portal's like a, a first-person puzzler, right? You know, you don't you don't have guns in it." And then you know, and then he was saying, uh, "Bioshock is more of an adventure game." And then he was going, "Oh, all these genres are crossing over, man. They don't, they don't, they don't."
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's where the trap that sort of superficially fell into a little bit because he's he he in his head has defined what he thinks is a survival horror. Yeah. And if it falls out of that parameter, then it, it, it doesn't count as one another. I, can't, I, I, think I can't agree. Yeah, I can't agree with him. I'm because sorry. A, a, a
3: Call of Duty is a first-person shooter. It is. There's no doubt about it. It is a first-person shooter with guns and stuff. But it has RPG elements.
1: Yeah, but it's not an RPG as a result. No.
3: But it's still a first-person shooter. You know, it, it, it's changed. It, it's not the same as Doom. But just because it has RPG elements doesn't mean it's not a first person shooter, now. Eh? Yeah, let's just call them
1: horror games and be done with it. Let's, just Get let's call them mega, mega games. games. Yeah, mega, mega ga- game. It's a mega game, a mega really, horror Really, Duke? You're trying to bring that back? <laughs> Look, it's never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> not going really? to Just live with it. Mega No never way,
2: man. Till the day I die.
1: Okay, to Duke finish was off. A good,
2: man. A mega good,
1: man. Shush, to finish off, we have got some emails. Email.
0: E-ma. 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 Yeah! Oh, that was...
1: There you yeah. go. I love that. You like the new intro that he put together? Yeah. yeah I'm not I a... didn't
2: put that together. I just stole it from Strong Bad.
1: Oh, you've stolen that? Oh, yeah. I thought you'd done that. Oh, I, I don't have that kind of talent. I don't play the guitar. Huh? No, I just on, do man. guitar music and put the voice over it or whatever. Come on. Come
2: on. Anyway. Now. Okay, first one is from Dr. Claw. Claw. That's all he sends it in for, is just to hear that.
1: I know, I know. Well, this one again, because we've been, we're sort of behind with his emails, if you know, they're always a week behind. But anyway, this one came in quite a while the ago. Dave the Alien. This one came in quite a while ago. Uh, so, anyway, this is what he says. He says, Gents, uh, when you read the following, please stand away from any sharp instruments. Uh oh. Topic.
2: Oh, Can... wait, so I should stop shaving then? Because, as always, I oh, shave during the gosh. show.
1: Topic. Can video games cause people to have mental health problems? Ah, my neck! Now, listen, this is what he says. This is what he says. Now, I assume he may be an expert of some sorts with the way he's put this, but maybe he isn't. Who knows? But we'll, we'll, we'll assume he maybe works in that industry or works yeah, in we'll the health Come Just healthcare.
2: Help, don't me is with it, those knives you're sharpening right no, now. This isn't that. a good
3: time. He's, he's, he's already said that. He said Has that. he? I think so, yeah. I think he said he works for... I might get him mixed up with somebody else, but i
1: sure. anyway, anyway, let's see what he says. Yes, sort of. Uh, this is a topic which is always discussed when games are released, which could offend people, i.e. Bulletstorm being the latest. And this always creates a debate. Based on my experience, expert opinions and case studies, here is my opinion. So I'm guessing he is something to do with mental health, maybe in some way or another. So maybe he's a real doctor. I think he maybe is a real doctor. It's possible. I've got this spot on my ass, and I don't know... It. <laughs> so he says, anyway, this is what he says. Every person can, at some stage, suffer from mental health problems, uh, which could be caused by an event or a trigger, as is called in mental health. The trigger could be caused by a life-changing event, music, TV, films, people, and video games.
2: Or it could be in a gun.
1: Yeah. Video games. Shush. Let (laughs) me finish, and then you can repeat. that was funny. You should write that down. Video games are pinpointed as a problem because they have advanced so much over the years compared to other media types. Yeah. For example, games from the early 80s caused joy or anger in playing games, while games of today can create more emotions. For example, Dead Space causes people to fear playing a game because of the sound and graphics today's machines can play. Except for Surface Lizard. Except for Surface Lizard just thinks it's an action game. Anyway, while in the 70s and 80s, those games couldn't create the same effect. Mass Effect 2 caused emotional attachments to the character, uh, wanting to make the right decisions or make an impression within the game. Again, the old 8-bit days couldn't have created the same feelings.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, since games are more of an interactive platform, these engage the player at a deeper level and could alter their character in real life if they found it difficult separating real life with virtual reality. The speed at which to develop could increase over time when compared to music, films and so on, World of Warcraft is an example where people are so addicted to the game character, uh, this becomes more important than their real life. If you, said to me th- sorry. if you said this to me two years ago, I would say, I've been playing all types of games for decades and this has never affected me. However, when you meet people with mental health problems, it makes you stand up and think how little we really know. Anyway, sorry for the long email and thanks for the shout-outs. Uh, cheers, guys, and keep up the good work. Dr. Claw. So, what he's saying is, he thinks, he thinks, you know, and I'm guessing he is an expert, so it's going to be difficult to argue with him.
2: I'll Uh, argue with him. (laughs) He thinks. Shut up. I'm an expert. I'm an expert in something.
0: Enchantment.
1: (laughs)
2: Enchantment.
1: That people are. Expert at playing that sound clip. Mentally. Sorry, go ahead. Mentally by playing video
3: games. Okay, so, um... Oh, look, there's a thing. Right, oh, and so... Sorry, i got stuck. How, like, well, He was talking about how um, people with mental uh, issues can be affected uh, by video games, right? Yeah. And, you know, I understand that. and Yeah, totally. I mean, he brings up some great points. Um, then he t- talks about how, like, he's played games for years and it hasn't affected him, but as soon as he, he got exposed to some of the... Um, problems that meant that some people with mental issues um, have come across like problems with playing games. How did he realise that maybe it has affected him? Like, how could it affect me and I've not known it? You know, that's what I would want to know. That's what I would want him to to talk about and probably email the show about. Like, how? Okay, so I'm. I, you know, I don't think I've got any mental issues. That some might argue, but like, I've been playing games all my life. How would it affect me? How, how, would, it, would it make me OCD? Would it make me worry about things that are not important? How would how would it affect like a, a job average like someone who hasn't who hasn't who, it doesn't have anything medically wrong with them um, but might have, have affected them.
2: I think that. the compulsion addiction thing is probably the mo- most likely culprit there because I mean you know I, I can speak from experience that I mean I, it's never really been a huge problem in my life but there have been times when it's like. You keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, and you don't want to stop, you know? And we know about people like that with World of Warcraft and even some of the, you know, like COD games. There are people who just don't do much else. I will say,
3: I am playing Call of Duty right now.
2: There you go. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. in point. There you go. <laughs> but again, like, that's true, that's true about a lot of things. There are people who sit and watch reality TV all day.
3: It is. I mean, it is true of everything, I guess, to a certain extent. Oh, um. Uh, games, well, I think, what he does bring about in the email is, games are very, very clever, and there's a lot of ret- rhetoric to them. You know, they 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 put, they, they, they draw you in. So uh, Dead Space is a brilliant example as well. It draws you in. You know, yeah. it, it really. I mean, like, Duke, I know you, you but you, you talked about how you just don't like that feeling of uneasiness. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's very uh, effective
2: and, at creating it. I just don't like the way it makes me feel. So. Yeah,
3: and like what, what, you know, people might think that the same thing you know i don't particularly like the way it makes me feel but in the the end like i kind of enjoy the satisfaction of finishing it like getting yeah
2: and in a way i mean i i it's it's strange that i like fear too so much yeah it is because it also makes me feel that kind of like tense maybe it's because you're a little bit more overpowered you certainly are i mean that's definitely part of it yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. but then to a certain extent is the same not true of, of horror movies? I mean if if yeah. we didn't want to see that sort of stuff, we wouldn't go and watch it, would we? Yeah, it's well roller, coasters. It's, with roller coaster, you gotta run. Yeah, it? it's that feeling of like, it's Oh my really, god, the, really dying, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. the
2: rush of the thrill.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I, I think, think so, you, some
3: of it is healthy, but it could affect you, you know?
1: I think it depends on your mental health state to begin with. To be honest, if, you, if you've got mental health problems, then you should.
2: Well, and it's it's not just about who has mental health problems and who doesn't. It's about tendencies and proclivities. You know, there's certain people who yeah. alcohol is more dangerous to them just because of the type of personality they have. And you know, like when Bender's like, "Don't worry, I don't have an addictive personality." Fry and he's like smoking a whole cigar at once and then chugging a beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's true about again about everything. You know, there everything in moderation, including moderation.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
2: So there you go. We don't want to. I don't want to get too
1: much into it because. It's a you good know, point. Thank you for writing. It's in. a good point. And if he's an expert, I wouldn't argue with him. I'll just. If he's an expert, it. I need to see some credentials. Oh, we want credentials. Yeah. Eh? Okay, next one is off Mr. Bed Herdo. Mr. Bad Herdo, uh, otherwise oh, known
2: wait, as Stu Mr. Gang- Bad Herdo. No.
1: <laughs> okay, here we go. As he says, "Hello, Stu Chinny Duke. I wanted to email you about the game Enslaved." Uh-huh. Uh, last year, I downloaded them on Xbox 360, and although the game looked good with impressive vistas, I was not blown away by the gameplay. Bang. And it felt far too simplistic and reminded me of Prince of Persia. Yeah, I didn't want to play... Uh, listen, yeah, you... Just a minute, wait! Ah! Hold, on. Hold on, Come on! Shush, I didn't want to play another Prince of Persia remake. However... Uh, after hearing you and chinny talk about the game on the podcast and hearing how much you enjoyed it i thought i'd put it on my love film rental list i have to say it's a lot better than i ever expected Mm -hmm. Uh, spoiler alert maybe or not really Uh, when i left new york and got trips home getting past the first wave of enemies felt like a real struggle because i did not have opportunities to level up just before i got there When I got through it, I had to wipe my virtual sweat from my brow, and it felt like a real achievement, something that I have liked playing other recent games. I love all the combat in the game. The melee attacks are fun and very similar to Prince of Persia, but I love how you can use your staff to fire plasma attacks and stun opponents. I love how they have added some variety and had a Gears of War moment shooting mechs firing from a big gun on a boat. Uh, The puzzles are good too, and I like how they've integrated the court with Trip. It feels really natural. Uh, playing the demo, I had no idea the game would be like this. The story is predictable and corny, but I also fear it's very charming and the characters are endearing. Loving this game. I know you would have something to say about big boss fights, but how good does it feel when you take down a giant mech? Ha! Latest, guys, Gangu Crime. So there you go. <clears throat> now, do you know, interestingly, I don't think I would have admired the game as much had I not seen how much work he'd put into making that game.
3: No, but like I mean, a lot of people put a lot of hard work in these games. Like, yeah, not all of them are great, you know. But, yeah, but it is a good game.
1: It is a good game, and it, it. it's it'll it. be overlooked by a few people, I would imagine. Oh,
3: the, the argument where it's, it's too easy, you can't do I have no problem with that. Now, <laughs> like,
2: why, why do I care? I've like, never complained. This game was way too easy.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, it's great. It's it's a nice play for you. Look, my my best mate Marsh, he played. He said he didn't like it. He played for like half an hour, and he says it's stupid. You know. What can you do? Well, yeah. what could I say? What are you going to oh. do? Well, you know... You're well, real... You then need to go, FIFA! No, well, yeah, <laughs> I think he <laughs> probably does play FIFA. Call so. of Duty. I think he need to play Call of Duty now.
1: All
2: right, now, we need to lay off the FIFA people. Everyone's getting pissed off. So... Britain's
1: being
3: about British.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but he went home and played FIFA. But... Right, but he... I want Britain to
2: be about British.
3: So, like, you know, but my mate Marsh, he, he does play FIFA in Call of Duty, but he does love like games like Homefront and Oblivion and Fallout, so he can't knock them. Not all like, FIFA players are like that, I know that.
1: No, I know. It is know. a broad I, brush. I got check out the FIFA World Cup. It's a broad brush. Nothing wrong with it. Anyway, okay, uh, last one. This is from uh, a guy called Jason Golaher. Jason. have Jason. It, yeah, I have no idea. I'm, I've apologized profusely for presumably pronouncing your name wrong. Um, Jason, yeah, so Jason. Jason, we'll just call you Jason. Jason. Uh, anyway, this one's just to the daddy. This is
2: how it's entitled. Oh, sh- I'll just know. go to sleep then. then yeah, then, Bob.
1: Yeah, that's it. I think he's actually otherwise known as Yoda, because this is his email. Are you ready? Good tasting games you have. <laughs> That's seriously good texting games you have Duke not so much <laughs> loved 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 deadly premonition tell me sir what 360 games have the best stories also did any of you try Islands of Wakefield yet it is stunning but no reviews <laughs> well I'm sorry Jason Right, well, I'm <laughs> best, uh, with Islands of Wakefield I like the look of it but it didn't play as well as I was hoping so I apologise but I didn't really like Total so maybe I not really I know, yeah. So I do agree. I do apologise for that. Uh But yeah, really, good, yeah, good, good stories in games. What do we, what do we advise him to play? He's, he's talking to you, dude. Oh, not to you. Okay, play. okay. Really,
2: you didn't say Duke Stu engine. Okay, I, don't I didn't even get a mention in there. Uh, okay, I don't care about
1: you. Uh Okay. If I was going to advise some games to pick up that you may or may not have played, because I've no idea what you've played. Um, but one that a lot of people miss, for whatever reason, because it is originally a PC game, is the Orange Box, which is a definite recommendation for a great story in a game, and cool puzzles and action and...
3: Portal. Portal. The best story there's, you'll ever play in a yeah,
1: game. Yeah, so that's a definite must if you've not played it. Uh, the Darkness, I would recommend for something a bit older, which is, again, a quite a cool yeah. little story. Okay. It, it's got some sort of game issues, sort of playing-wise and
3: control, but... It's atmospheric. It's, very it's atmospheric. atmospheric,
1: and it's got some cool
3: moments. I would say it's a brilliant story. you will some... oh. yeah, pick it up for what, a couple You it yourself, Duke.
1: I just had of, to shake
3: off a little.
1: A couple of dollars. I mean, it'll cost him nothing, Yeah, it? yeah.
3: For each price,
2: it's worth it, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh Bioshock, uh, for yeah. definitely. Yeah. For definite, if you've not played it again, Mass it's, Effect,
2: but, Mass Effect Two,
1: Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two. Hey, Age. Shut
2: up, he didn't laugh at you. <laughs> I don't uh, care.
1: Uh, I'm known for butting in. Dragon Age. It depends what sort of games he likes. Who knows? But I mean, if, if you like Deadly Premonition, I guess he's up for anything.
3: <laughs> because yeah. of, it's he a cool probably, game. No, he probably likes weird and shit games, like you do. Oh, get lost. So what? What? Okay, name some of the weird and shit games that you like. Limbo. <laughs> for, oh, you said 360, didn't he?
4: No, yeah,
2: Limbo's pretty- great. Limbo's not weird. <laughs> He's weird though. it does not have much of a story. No, it's definitely weird.
3: <laughs> it's implied, dude. It's implied story. It's all it's for you to read. Implied,
2: implied story is not a story. I give you an implied story right now. Are you ready? Wasn't that a great implied story? Didn't there you love got. the the part about the cop and the <laughs> yeah? Sheep? And that that
3: what you just studied is about as how much I knew about Limbo <laughs> after playing it. <laughs> yep. Anyway. So there you go. Anyway, that gives you a. Name, few- name a okay, Stu, name oh. one of these weird shit games that I'll give you shit for that, that he might like. Because I think that's what he's talking I don't know. I can't think of any of those on the
1: 360 so much. Uh, um, what, what will they be? What do I like that you didn't like on the 360? I have no idea, actually. They tend to be on the PS3 for some reason. Or the Wii. Or the Wii. Yeah, the Wii's in other ways. Let's have a tail. look at Stu's You game have a look at my gamertag, tag and you can see it. Anyway, while we're yeah. doing that, Duke and I will do shout-outs and you see what you can find. Did try. we get
3: another email where there was just... Oh, no, no. Maybe.
1: No, we didn't. Okay, that that is it for emails. And it is time to get the hell out of me because, again,
2: we have gone on way too long. 70 so. hours. There's people have- who probably stopped listening after about an hour. I'm sure they do. There's I'm people sure.
3: who stop listening after we played that heavy Rain clip. <laughs> they probably
1: did. Yeah. You can't blame them. Like me, for instance. I haven't watched them in Shout outs, Duke. Duke, shout out.
2: <laughs> Shush. Talk, Duke talk be quiet Right. Then- i have a bunch of shout outs so number one filthy okay. sent me that winning call which i haven't yet played but i will play it one of these days i'm gonna do my own podcast someday it's just sound clips that'd be awesome <laughs> that'd
3: be uh, good actually
2: <laughs> uh, some people sent me some very kind feedback about the podcast over xbox live vix niner and blue Hellman. man <clears throat> Thank you for oh, yeah. that. We appreciate Blue it. Hellman. yeah. He caught me on the right. He's on my friends list now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Crisis 2 team, we've been playing together a little bit. Ultraman Odin, Major Chavez, Cybernaut. There have been some good matches with those gu- those guys. I was going to say dudes, but then I stopped in the mid-word and said guys. Um, African Weasel just signed up to the forums this week, so welcome to him. Yay. Yay. Yes. Um... The last play date that we had was Battlefield Bad Company 2. It was a lot of fun, as Chinny said. We had Bongo the Sane showing up. David the Alien. Sorry, he doesn't like his name read out on podcast Oh no, he hates that on this show. Yeah, that's why he sends emails every week to the Overseas yeah. Connection. But he doesn't send them to us. What's up with that? I know. Who knows? Boo! <laughs> and he, he doesn't was like very George ups- Michaels, boo. And he was very upset when he thought you were leaving. <laughs> yeah. Greasy Fish Lips, JC Meister, John Mao 5, uh, and Chinny. And also Barton Funk, so we hope you're listening, Barton Funk, because you got a cool screen name and it's a great movie. Everybody should watch it if you haven't yeah. seen
3: it. He, he, he obviously didn't hear us talking about his screen name, but I, I, he killed me quite a few times, Barton Funk. Yes, dude. he did. And I remember he a- I, he was, somebody somebody was saying like he's annoying because he gets killing everyone. And yeah, I was like, exactly. And I said, ah, oh, look Barton Funk like oh, yeah. the film, but he's funnier.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I sent him a message. I was like, dude, you should check out this thing I did. Anyway, um. Yeah, so that's all my shout-outs, but the next play date is going to be Sunday, the 10th of April, 6pm UK time, as always, and this week, it's been a while since we've done a PS triple game, we've done, we tried Killzone, it was really hard to get people in, we did uh, Uncharted 2, we can't only do Uncharted I'm 2. I'm worried,
3: because I don't know, I don't really have any. Yeah, what
2: else is there? Come on, what are you doing? Well, everybody has it. I don't. Well, yeah, mate, you do. what is it? I don't know how we're going to make it fun, but I believe that if we all go into home, we can find oh. a way to have a good time. So the next fun <laughs> date is in PS home. Now,
1: interesting. <laughs> oh, I have, I have a clubhouse that'll hold. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, of course you do. So we're all going to hang out at Studio Five. It's op
1: Five, home. but I do have a clubhouse. Right <laughs> oh, Red i just just torment everybody else in her. Oh, God. That. a hide and seek. What about hide and know yeah, We
2: can do it. Whatever you can we do, hide and, and seek, hide and seek. Go to all the weird games with their little areas. Oh, do later. nothing. Do the little running man there. And that's it. <laughs> there that is a. Is in in there. stupidest and brilliant idea. <laughs> I know. We'll see how we can make it fun.
4: Because
2: people, you need to come and like have ideas. Because I have no idea how we're gonna make it entertaining. But hide and seek I didn't is- We have the power. I didn't see. Okay. I didn't see. Oh, that's me, done. Okay. I've got minor old Twitter
1: shout-outs. Okay. Uh, so we've got uh, Junkie 666 uh, who gave us a tweet and a mention to say, listen to us, so that was quite cool. Uh, Mistrust90, who might have listened to us. We don't know. She she wasn't sure. She wasn't sure. She said, is it worth a download? Who knows? Well, um,
3: after this episode, probably not.
1: I know, yeah. Banterbowl. So, Bantable, So, thank you very much for that, Banterball. And Fat Ugly or Slutty, who gave us a, another mention on there. So, thank you very much to them. Yay. There you go. And then, obviously, school, a big one uh, for School Duggarer and Big Bad Daddy for filling in our two regular slots last week and making it sound like nobody was missing, sort of. So, thank you very yeah. much to you two guys for doing that for us. It was Yay. very kind of you. So, there you go. And over to you, Chinny. So, what, any games that you found on my list that I played, which you probably thought was terrible, and I thought was good? Torchlight, Torchlight.
2: Oh yeah, you're you're that's on your own excellent. there, Chinni. that's not really Lots a Lots of people like it, but that's no, not really story-driven. It a
1: story is driven is game. Is shit. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> really a story-driven <laughs> game. It's not but, a, no, story no. No, a story either.
3: There wasn't now, no, there wasn't really many on
1: there now. No, they're mainly on the PS3 where I like those. So unfortunately, I, I tend to play more of those on the PS3 than I do on the on the 360.
3: Yes, but if you want to play a good game, play Paul, play Half-Life, play Red Dead Redemption, play Mass Effect, play BioShock,
2: Half-Life. Yeah, we boom. didn't mention Red Dead, did we? Red
1: Dead's got a great strong. Yeah, but he might drag a bit in the middle. But anyway, make <laughs> sure <laughs> right. why oh, why the you got a hit on it. Yeah, sure. Look, shush, shush, shush. If you do, if you get the orange box, do make sure you play episode one and episode two as or well. Or Half
3: Life Two if you haven't played that either.
1: Yeah. Well play that first, but it is a long haul through that and then make sure you play the other two though. If you're really gonna get the full Yeah, you've got to play everything, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. So anything from you, Chinny? What have you got?
3: Share that from me. Shout out to J S Life Like uh, because he's talking to me right now. Ah,
1: and he's got his new quiz show, Weird Music. That is great, I've... yeah. Actually, I'll That's... talk
3: about that, because cool. I was the first person to enter it. Were you? I listened to it. It's called yeah. uh, uh, Pixel Tracks. Yeah, right? Pixel Tracks is good. Cool. And he's, he's, he's doing... Uh, it's, like, it's, it's kind of like the BGM show, if it, anybody listens to that. He mm. plays some music, right? And he, um, you have to guess, you have to write, send an email and guess where the song is from. Cool. And then... All the song, you get a point for each correct answer you give, but all the songs that he plays, I think he plays about 6 um, Sorry you, yeah, no, no, he plays about 4, or whatever right? Anyway, you get 2 extra points if you guess how they're related So all the songs are related mm. So it's like
2: the BGM show, but they don't tell you what the theme is
3: Yeah, and I got cool. 2 right, and I got the reason why they're related right
2: Nice uh, uh, but
3: so
1: but Tell you what game's from, that's the whole point you have to get So
2: what's it called? What's the show called? Pixel tracks, but it's on yeah, the,
1: the Gamesman. It just comes on the Gamesman. Oh guess who guess who doesn't subscribe?
3: No, it's just been a while since I looked at it. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, if you listen to the Gamesman <laughs> type in the Gamesman uh yeah. RPG or whatever uh, uh in Google or the Gamesman in iTunes store and you'll call across their podcast, you will. it's on there. It's the It one. is very good. It's
1: great. I, I do say it was
3: I listened to it just today. Shout out to Greasy Fish Lips because he turned up to the Battlefield Bag Company too, they, but he had to go because uh oh he did tweet um why he had to go. It was something to do with his missus. Uh, sorry I had to bail. The missus came home with a screaming child. Then I joked. Uh. I hope that was his screaming child. So,
0: uh, uh, I
3: but he does have a picture of his little kid. Screaming I assume he's child. Kid, <laughs> on, child. on his Twitter uh, playing uh, a- with an Xbox controller. That's funny. Yes. Yeah. So I shout out to him. And that's oh,
2: it. sorry, I forgot Charlton Valley. Shout out to him too.
3: Who? Cool. And I think that's it. I think we need to
1: go big that's time. That's
2: it, man. Thanks for listening. Uh, everybody.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening.
2: Oh wait, wait, we gotta talk about VG Hub. Oh. Uh, Oh, jeez. Yeah, if Just you did like now, uh, uh, ass, there uh, is another uh, site's uh, uh, It's called VGF. Uh, and oh, okay. on oh, there, you did. find a uh, bunch of links to other... Oh, the uh, the similar in vein to Similar in vain yeah. to art. In, in the way that they're uh, delivered, some have all kinds too of sound many. effects. Some <laughs> people uh, talk uh, about on, yeah. Some might say some that. No no one that. Yeah, come come on. On. And of course, you have you links know, to you know, Jason. great stuff. Jason. Jason! So check on, it out. VGHub.net is a great starting point for your podcast. We're just going to talk over it. Jason! Take that, VGHub.net!
3: Jason, <laughs> if you want more podcasts like this, go to VGHub.net. <laughs> we are out. Boys, have a full Jeez. God that was long.
0: <laughs> I want British to be back, British.